Hi, Cashy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I don't, hi, Desi. How are you? And I'm good, welcome thank you. to everyone that is here today. It has been an awesome morning thus far, and I am excited. So I hope you're excited too, Desi. Yes. Absolutely. Yay. Happy Friendsgiving. I didn't know whether, um, Rick, are they going to play a, a, um, infomercial or should we just go right into it and there we have it so again happy friendsgiving to everyone it has been such a great morning of gratitude and appreciation and just a heart full of thankfulness i know that you guys have been off to a great morning because i've been chiming in and listening in and it has been some great stuff thus far. And I am actually hungry. So I'm going to be looking forward to diving into some Thanksgiving goodies along with you all as well. Again, thank you for taking the time for carving out a portion of your day to spend with us here. And we are so excited. My lovely host, Desi Nuller. I love her. Thank you so much for being a part of today. If you would just, um, I think we probably have a few, you know, just in case we have some new callers that have joined us. If you'll just give us a little bit of housekeeping of how to raise your hand and how to mute, we will hopefully, because we are streaming, we want everybody to stay muted until it is your time to speak and because we love you you're our friend and we're just giving today we want to make sure everybody gets an opportunity and everybody gets their um their their their, their information in or their word in today so Desi, if you could give us a little bit of housekeeping that would be so greatly appreciated absolutely and when we start taking um people do you want me to call on them or will you do it i either way is fine but i know most of the people so far have wanted to call on their own people so um it's up to you i'll let you do it if it works for me yeah that's fine great all right so if you have just excuse me joined us and you would like to raise your hand so that you may participate you will want to use alt y if you are on a pc and if you want to mute when you're mute i mean unmute when you're called on you will use alt a to do that on your pc if you are on a mac you will use option y and you will use command shift a so option y for raising your hand and command shift a to unmute if you are on your smartphone you will use the raise hand option under the more button so you double tap on the more button in your lower right hand corner of the screen and then find raise hand and double tap on that and if you want to mute and unmute there will be a mute or unmute button depending on which way it is in the lower left hand corner of your phone screen and if you are on a standard push button phone of any type you will use Star nine to raise your hand and star six to mute and unmute. Thank you again. Again, welcome, welcome, welcome to Friendsgiving. Thank you each and every one of you that have joined us, whether you're actually on the call or you're listening. I want to again thank to Debbie, thanks to Rick for streaming. And again, I have a special poem that I wrote when I thought about what was I going to do today. And I, again, love the company of my friends that I have grown to come to love and enjoy 
just chopping it up and talking with my ACB family. And so I wrote this poem that I want to share with you to just bring a little smile to your face. And it's my friendship poem. Today, I say a special thanks to you, a special thanks for you for just doing the little things that many often forget to do, for not thinking in robbery to just say hello, even when it's me you don't even know, for that smile in your voice that reminds me I've made the right choice, the choice of sharing space and time with others of the same cause, the choice of sharing the love from one heart to another. To put someone else's needs before mine is the reason I stop and pause. To connect with others all over the world like me, no matter the variable to which we can't see. For what we see is the genuine heart of each one that says, hey, you're a part of this community, so just come. New friendships emerge. Every day we meet someone new. For after all, it's the plan we've said all along as this community grew. Friendsgiving, a day to celebrate my friends old and new. So now I know that I love you all today. And if you didn't, now you do. Thank you so much for being a part of this special day of Friendsgiving. And it's so much um, that this day brings for so many reasons. Um, it's about coming together and remembering and reminiscing. It's about the smell of fall. It's about the love and fun of gathering with our family and our friends. Again, that good old food, whether it's the traditional dish, whether it's that new dish that you're going to try to convince everyone to love also. So many things that we love about the holidays and so many things that we love about this day, whether it's music, a song, whether it's food, whether it's that special cocktail or drink, a special wish or a place in your heart, whether it's that special vacation destination or a particular family tradition, whether it's an activity you did by yourself or whether it was something that you did with others like your family and friends. Whether it's cozying up by the fire, snuggled up on the couch reading that good book, whether it's that special gift that someone gave you, or was it that special family recipe cookie that you often would cook. Today, it's about not just the food and gathering with family, because when it's all said and done and your bellies are full, what is left to do? For me, it's about cuddling up, gathering everyone around the TV and talking and telling stories. But it's also about the good old traditional movie. And that's our question for today. What is your holiday favorite movie? It's so many movies that we could run, whether it's a Thanksgiving movie or whether it's a Christmas movie. There's so many to enjoy, so many that we can remember growing up or so many that you maybe just enjoy with your family a time or two. But there's a lot, whether it's Charlie Brown uh, and the Great Pumpkin Patch, whether it's even the parade. For me, one of my traditions is I love to wake up on the holidays and watch the parade. 
And so that's one thing that I love to do along the way. But a good old movie is always great. So again, whether it's the Great Pumpkin Patch, whether it's uh, the Turkey Hollow, whether it's um, Grumpy Old Man, which is one of my favorites. I don't know why, but I love that movie. Whether it's Home Alone, whether it's The Elf, it could even be The Grinch That Sold Christmas or The Good Old Frosty The Snowman. What is your favorite holiday movie, old or new? And that's what we're going to share today. So if you want to participate with us, my lovely host again, Desi, is here to partner with me and she's going to call on you. So if you would mute and share with us, what is your holiday favorite movie? Because I'm looking to get some new ones and revisit some old ones. So I'm going to start with my host, Desi. Desi, what is your favorite movie? I really have to say that my very favorite holiday movie is It's a Wonderful Life, the old version with James Stewart. Um, and uh, Donna Reed, what a great movie that is! What a what a wonderful lesson that story has in it, and it's just I have watched it every year for so many years, and I never get tired of it. Mm, I can appreciate that because my mom loves that movie. <laughs> so thank you so much, and we will start You're with welcome. the first couple of hands if we have any. All right. All right. Oh, yes, we've got a number of them. So first we have Agnes. Good morning, Agnes, or good afternoon, Good afternoon, Agnes. everybody. Hi, this is a, hi, this is a tough call for me because I have three movies that I really enjoy. And It's a Wonderful Life is one of my very favorite movies. And I don't know if you've had a chance to ever hear the audio described version of it Um President George W. Bush did the narrating of the audio description. Someone, you know, wrote the script and he did the narrating and that made the movie even more special. And I'll just pick one more that I really, really like. And that's, it's a miracle on 34th street. And it really um, even was more fun to listen to when I, heard the audio description version because a lot of things went on that I wasn't aware of. Like at the end of the movie, when the postal people bring in the letters, like uh, Santa's lawyer asked them to do and everybody's laughing and found out the reason. And the reason was because all the letters fell on the judge's desk, you know, and all over the judge. And I'm just so thankful that we now have audio description. Yes, thank you so much. I'm curious to know, what were the other two? A Christmas Carol, and that was it. I had three of them, um, A Christmas Carol. And I got to see an audio-described version of The Christmas Carol when I lived in Denver at the Denver Center Theater. And that was my first experience with audio description, and it was just really neat. Thank you so much, Agnes. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to get on out of here because I'm leaving at about two thirty my time to go and get some Thanksgiving dinner that I don't have to cook. <laughs> well, enjoy and thank you for joining. You're welcome. Desi, who we have next? We have Tony's iPhone next. I hope Tony's with her iPhone today. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Tony. Hello, Cache. How are you? I am wonderful. Good. 
What Somebody is your took favorite my holiday? Movie. That's not fair. <laughs> but <laughs> um, well, my if movie it's your favorite, is, it's your favorite. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But my movie is Miracle on 34th Street. Mm. The Grinch that's the Grinch that stole Christmas and um the Santa Claus. Oh, I love that one too. Yes, those those, when those it comes are, to holidays. That's those are some good choices. Thank you. My brother I, said his is Alp. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you know what? I have a date with my grandson to watch that soon. <laughs> Oh, Thank you. Is, Doug, is DJ sharing with you? Yeah, DJ okay. is here. Cache, we're here with my brother and his wife. Okay. Hi, yeah. DJ. Hello, my lovely first vice president. How are you? <laughs> I am wonderful. And what yes. is your holiday favorite movie? My favorite holiday movie, I used to call it March of the Wooden Soldiers, but I think it's Toyland. Um, something in Toyland where the yeah, it's that it's with Laurel and Hardy. I love that movie. It would always come on at, at, uh, on Thanksgiving. And um, my other favorite movie would be uh, Christmas Carol. And the other movie is A Tearjerker. I love the movie Christmas Shoes for Mama. I love that Christmas shoes. I love that movie. Every time it it comes on, it just oh man, oh man. Anyway, wow, I'm gonna have to check out that movie. I thank you so much. I hope to get a lot of great movies to to watch over the next few days. Because yeah. And I know you will, because we are fellow Jackson Billions, <laughs> and we are in the house. So happy thank Thanksgiving! You, thank you, you for joining. And Woo-woo. again, happy Thanksgiving, happy Desi. Thanksgiving. Who do we have next? Pam Washam is next. Good Hi, afternoon, Pam. Happy Thanksgiving. Hello. You guys won't believe this. I'm well. You will. I'm at work, and I call from work a lot. My <laughs> my. We, this morning we we had to do a lot of you know stuff we have to do like PT and you know can't miss give a bath whatever but my soldiers well, say I don't care what's happening if mm-hmm. Cache comes on I need we need to hear Cache she has the most fun calls so <laughs> thank you I was so listening much. with my little earpiece all I was oh Cache's on you guys so we're all in our private little room that we have that I gather my special patients in and <laughs> well, thank you so much i am My excited movie, that you're here What's- oh you've got eight eight uh veterans listening to you at this moment and they're very they're being very quiet happy thanksgiving they're just they're shy ha huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh we my movies are now this is gonna be weird one of them is um uh oh no no one of them is the doll maker and it's I don't know if it's a Christmas movie, but I saw it at Christmas time when I first saw it. It it's a very interesting, interesting, interesting movie um about this lady that takes her kids all the way from I don't know, the mountains of Tennessee or some you know, way out in the boonies place like that and and he gets this job in Chicago making a bunch of money and she finally gets enough money to go there and live and, and she, she just doesn't fit in there and neither do the kids and it's all about their struggle and then the father gets killed so they're just there all by themselves 
but she gets back home and it's really, really interesting how she gets back home and all the stuff that happens to him. I, it really might be a true story. I'm not sure, but it's good. Oh, well, don't tell us. Don't run the plot for it. We'll have to watch No, it. no, no, no. I just want you to know, <laughs> when, you just hear the, when you just hear the name of it, you just yeah. think it's just about somebody that likes to make dolls, and it's not about that at all. But there is something yeah. about it. She carves wood. That's what she does. Mm, yeah, but it's a really good interesting. Movie. And the other one that I really like, it's probably not a Christmas one either, but I saw it at Christmas time the first, is Harvey with James Stewart in it. Okay. Okay. So we're, we're I'm, gonna I'm be taking notes. All your, I'm, def- I'm definitely you don't taking know notes. Those? Oh, you need to no. watch those. I'm taking notes. Yes. Thank yeah. you so much, Pam, You're for welcome. joining. You for, and it can be for waiting until my soldiers weren't taking their bath or whatever. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you Enjoy the rest of your day. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy and the rest of your day. Happy Thanksgiving, Desi, too. Thank, Thank you. you, Pam. Okay, next we have Nora. Hi, Nora. Hi, Nora. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Great. Oh, good afternoon. I've been on all all morning to 10 o'clock my time. And happy Thanksgiving to Keke and everybody. Everybody on. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And ACB radio. Anyway. um, So, Nora, what is your favorite movie? Oh, yeah. My favorite movie, one of them was The Sound of Music. And mm. it was like Frosty Snowman. Yes. Those are two classics. Those yeah. are two classics. Okay. And for me, you picked some good ones. Those are some really good ones. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, you, Nora. Welcome. Happy Thanksgiving. And happy Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving to you. Thank you. All right, next we have William Bolina. Hi, William. Hi, William. William? <laughs> Need to unmute, sir. Let's see if well, we can take we'll... Herbie and then we'll come yeah, back. Yeah, I was going to gonna say, we'll go back yeah. to William. Okay, Herbie, go ahead. All right. So when it comes to Christmas movies, I have several favorites. Home Alone is by far one of my most favorite. It goes back to when I was eight years old and one of my favorite Christmases. It was the first Christmas we'd ever spent away from home with them. And we spent it with my grandma in Ohio. So it was not quite my first white Christmas because we live in Florida um, and my grandma lives in Ohio. But anyway... I got that movie for Christmas, and I remember watching it uh, in her uh, downstairs basement living room area. That was fun. And just I've always loved that movie. Um, And then the 1999 version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Never really liked the original that much, but the Mm. 1999 version... It builds on the original story and makes it a lot more interesting and a little bit more fun. And so that's always one of my favorite go-to. And It's a Wonderful Life is also a great movie. And I definitely enjoy the uh, George Bush um, version of that with him uh, narrating it, George Bush Sr., that is. so. Yes, those are some great movies. Thank you so much, Herbie. I know you are enjoying some good, good food today because I heard it earlier. Enjoy the rest of your day. 
William, have you been able to unmute yet? Yes. Can you hear me? There you Hi, are. William. Hello. Uh, we were getting some from our neighbors, from one of our neighbors. We have we have to have a big oh, enough no pan to fit our, uh, fit our <laughs> Thanksgiving uh, ham. So we uh, we were, uh, she's uh, letting us borrow a uh, pan from, from her mom and they're off to uh, Puyallup, Washington to spend time with the family, which is fantastic. Anyway, yeah. um, my favorite movie is uh, Home Alone 2. That's one of my go-to movies, Home Alone 2, Lost mm. in New York. Um, it's where he uh, gets on the wrong plane accidentally. And his family goes to Florida and he goes to New York. But mm-hmm. in the end, they end up meeting in New York City at a hotel and they get all this free stuff. And it's a really wonderful movie. I love that movie so much. That's one yes. of my favorites. That I don't know if you guys have good. seen it, but audio description is fantastic. And and uh, it's, I hope everyone has a great, uh, wonderful Thanksgiving. Hope everyone enjoys spending time with friends or family. Thank you. You have a great Thank day. You. Thank you. That's a great Thank choice, you. too. Home Alone. I love all of them. You too. Desi, who do we have next? We have Hannah. Good afternoon, Hi, Hannah. Hannah. Good afternoon and happy Thanksgiving. Hi, happy Thanksgiving to you, Hannah. Well, I have to say that I would think that maybe my one of my favorite movies is A Christmas Carol. I think I've seen like four different versions of it. Black and white version. I don't know who played Scrooge in that one. I know there's the one where George C. Scott plays Scrooge. And then there's one, I'm not sure when it came out, but Patrick Stewart played Scrooge. That was a good one. And then another one that was, I think it's a family favorite, and I saw this. I think the first time I heard about it was, I was probably about 10 years old or so, was A Muppet's Christmas Carol. It's great. Yes, those are some good ones. Thank you so much. I'm telling you, we have if you we have a lot of great movies to go back and look at, whether we're revisiting seeing them for the first time. I'm excited. Thank you for joining, Hannah, and enjoy the rest of your day. Desi, who do we have next? Teresa. Hi, Teresa. Can y'all hear me? Yes. Can y'all hear me? Hey. Good afternoon. I ho- if anybody's stuffed, uh, join the club. I'm stuffed. <laughs> I haven't even eaten any pie yet. But um, Oops, perfect time for a movie. Perfect time for a movie. Yeah, perfect time for a movie. Right now, I've got mm-hmm. the Detroit Chicago game on. Um, mm. But um, yeah, um, let's see. Okay, I'm, uh, I've seen uh, several versions of uh, the Christmas Carol, the George C. Scott. Uh, I think I did see the one with um, uh, uh, the 1999. Isn't that the one with um, Annie Lennox and um, uh, Al Green singing Put a Little Love in Your Heart? I, th- I thought that was the one, but <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. Not sure. But, um, but I, so I is the Christmas Carol, is that like, your favorite movie, The Christmas Carol? Uh, well, that's one of them. Okay. And I also like The Christmas Shoes. And I've I've gotten to hear that one described the Christmas shoes, mm-hmm. uh, but I never saw I never saw the descriptive version of Wonder It's a Wonderful Life with George 
I've heard about it, you know, George W. Bush narrating. That that must have been awesome. George H.W., I should say, doing the narration. That, that would be awesome to catch that. But this isn't a really a movie, but it's, you know, a holiday special, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And I always yes. find there's a message in that because, you know, how, you know, th those of us who were blind as children, we may have been left out of any fun activities, you know, with, that our sighted siblings and peers got to do. And um, they would never let us join in with them. And to me, I always found there was a, a message in that. Yes, that is such a great point. One thing about the uh -huh. classics for me is classic movies always had classic movies or classic shows or even the little, um, what they call the holiday specials, always had a great lesson where it seems like the more modern movies have, they're just made more for entertainment. Although they're good and you can find yes. some messages in it, um, there's nothing wrong with the, the good old classic um, now the Home Alone movies are—they are hilarious. I gotta. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Well, Kevin. thank you so much. Thank you so much uh -huh. for sharing, and I'm glad well, you're you. on part one of Eating for the Day because you know we snack thank all you. day on Thanksgiving. Uh -huh. That's the whole—that's the whole pleasure, you know, just snacking right. throughout the course of today. And so I can't wait myself. Happy I haven't had any dinner, so. Thank you for your movie choices yeah. well, and enjoy you. the rest happy of your day. You're welcome. Okay. Happy Thanksgiving. Okay. Happy Thanksgiving to you too, Desi. Thank you. You too. Okay. okay. Next we have Lisa. Sled. Hi, Lisa. Hello. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Um, oh. I have a couple Okay. What are your favorite? <laughs> what are your favorite um, movie choices? Um, definitely, uh, it's a wonderful life. Mm. I love that one. Um, but coming to a little more modern, and this is a remake in, in itself. The Preacher's Wife with Denzel and Whitney Houston. That is yeah. definitely yeah. a favorite. That is a classic life. favorite. Yeah. yeah, and they are reimagining that so they're gonna recast they that yes okay I well just I, I saw it when i was cited so i was wondering you know did they have it you know with audio description you know they have it reimagined to um yeah. so i'm gonna see how that plays that out be cool and and the another one i liked was um sandra bullock while you were sleeping i don't know if anybody mm -hmm. heard of that one it was, she's a, real quick, she's a, a subway token um, person. She takes the, the tokens at the subway in New York, and she sees this man getting pushed off a cliff, and she saves his life. And in all the mix-up, it's a comedy, like a, a romantic comedy, and all the mix-up, they think that she's his fiance. And oh, his wow. family, his, while he's in a coma, his family um, invites her over, you know, for Christmas dinner and everything, you know, so it all, you know, when he comes to New Year's, it comes to find out that he's not. But during this time, she falls in love with his brother. So you you should see it. It's, uh, it's an awesome movie. And I bet you they probably have that one on audio. <laughs> and it's, I haven't it's seen that one, so I am yeah. going to definitely look for that one. I'm a big Thank you so much. Fan. Cool when you would enjoy it, you would. Okay, have a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, and happy Thanksgiving. My list now, is growing. <laughs> we have next, Desi. Now we have Pam 
with the name last name that is one of my favorite words, <laughs> Pam Coffee. <laughs> Oh, happy Thanksgiving. Hi, Pam. Thank you. Hi, happy Thanksgiving to all of you. Happy and, Thanksgiving. You know, strangely, I am, I never was that big of a movie person. But mm. this one uh, is technically not a Christmas movie, but they often show it around Christmas. And it's still one of my favorites, period. And that is The Sound of Music. Mm -hmm. I love it. I get it. I get it. Yes. Yes. And, and, uh, you know, it's just the children in that movie. And I'm talking the original, the 1965 version. I think there was a remake at some point. And. Uh, I haven't seen the remake, but the um, Julie Andrews and all those, and, and Christopher Plummer and those adorable children. Oh, it'll just get to you. And I'll <laughs> tell you, one of the strangest movies, and it, it, I didn't see all of it, but I saw a good bit of it one year. One of the strangest holiday movies is called A Christmas Story. And no, it's not what you think it is. It's about this family. And one of the main characters, if you will, in the movie is a lamp that is shaped like a person's leg. And it was just mm. weird. So uh, I feel yeah, like I've heard of that movie, but I haven't watched movie. it. Yeah. I definitely have heard of that movie, but I haven't watched it. The, a gotcha. Christmas story. Yeah. Christmas but those, story. It was strange. But the sound so. of music is definitely a classic. Oh so, yes. Yes, yes. It is a it's one it's it's the all top favorite. It's one of the top favorites. Yes. Thank and you even, so much. And even if I don't get to see it this year, because no, I sometimes I don't know ahead of time when it's going to be on television. So there have mm-hmm. been a few years I missed it. I still have a recording of the soundtrack that's been around forever. So um, if I don't get to see the movie again, I'll listen to the soundtrack. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. And enjoy the rest of your day. Oh, I plan to. (laughs) Hi, Desi. Who do we have next? All right. Next, we have Candice. Hi, Candace. Hi, Kathleen. Desi, my gosh, I haven't talked to you guys in so long. I know. I know. It's been a minute. Mm-hmm. So hi. I hope that you're having a great Thanksgiving day. You, yes, um, I'm actually just getting ready for family to come over. So, Okay. So what did you cook today? Did you fix something today? Yeah, my parents, made, my parents did all the cooking. They made turkey and... We didn't buy all turkey. We just bought like legs and uh, and breasts and thighs. Oh yeah, okay. Um, That's still good. And dressing and sweet potatoes and mm, cranberry yum. sauce and pies. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of good stuff. I'm excited. So I know you like are. What's Pam, your favorite movie? Like like Pam, I love the sound of music. Um, and I think for Pam, for your information, I think it, they aired on ABC. 
And I know it's around Christmas, but I can't remember what day usually. Um, I also know if you have a, for anybody that has a Disney Plus subscription, it is on Disney Plus also. Okay. Um, so I love the sound of music. I love Frosty and Rudolph. And, um, but that, whoever mentioned the Christmas story, that version of it, I don't remember. I remember the version with the family, but I don't remember the version with the lamp. <clears throat> But I do like your Christmas story, too. Oh, okay. Well, thank you so much. And enjoy your family. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, too. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll have to catch up one day. <laughs> yes, yes. Hi, Desi. Who do we have next? Next is Rod. Hi, oh, Rod. Hello. Uh, it's not really my favorite Christmas movie, but my favorite a Christmas Carol is the one with Alistair Sims. And it's not the oldest one. I think it's the second to the oldest one. And just, I I like the, it, it's a little more lighthearted than some of them. And uh, this is Thanksgiving, and my Thanksgiving movie is The Wizard of Oz, because I watched it every single year growing up when my mom kicked me out of the kitchen and put my brother and I in the living room and told us to watch it. And uh, if you like the romantic rom-coms, the Hallmark Channel is famous for that. And they've been doing nothing but for 24-7 for about a month now. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> one of my almost comedy types is called Christmas Under Wraps. Hmm which is a really fun, interesting movie that is so tongue-in-cheek, it's hilarious. Wow. <laughs> well, those are definitely a few choices to check out. Thank you so much, Rod. Oh, sure. Everybody's entitled it, to it, my opinion. Oh, no. You know, a, a great movie is a great movie, so I'm here for them. Enjoy the rest of your day. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> and everyone Hi, else. Yes. Hi, Desi. Who do we have next? Chanel. All right. Well, so I've never been big on movies either, but hanging around Herbie. Well, first of all, okay, Sound of Music. It's definitely my favorite. I generally tend, I do watch it once a year, but since I uh, get the descriptive movies online i tend to watch it i don't know march april but i'll have to start listening around christmas um so herbie has introduced me to a few classics like the santa claus and um oh the chipmunks christmas i I don't remember Mm -hmm. but um you know it's a wonderful life by the narration by uh george w is is nice too and um, my family, my mom always loved this movie called The Griswold Family Vacation. Or I remember her watching that and laughing, but no one would ever quite tell me what was going on. So I didn't know what was so funny. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, we've, we've um, watched a few movies of our own. And now we'll have to check out some of the ones everyone is suggesting. And I wonder if the Hallmark Channel does audio describe stuff. I see well enough. I don't have a clue. All right. Yeah. 
well. Yeah, I'm not really sure about um, whether Hallmark has the audio description because I don't really do too much TV, but I just, I'll have to check out the research that and I'll get yeah. back with you. Yeah, but you have some great ones because I do, I do remember seeing um, many of the Griswolds, which is the National Lampoon series, you know, National Lampoon Family Vacation, National Lampoon Holiday. So they have quite a few out there. Um, whether they're in audio described, that would be interesting to know, though. Yeah. Because they are classic funny. I just remember, my, you know, watching <laughs> my parents watching that every year and my mom busting up laughing. So <laughs> yes, they are classic funny and I am here for them. OK. I All right. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank Enjoy you. Enjoy the rest of your day. You do. Desi, who do we have next? Diane. Hi, Diane. Diane, you have to unmute. Diane, are you there? There we go. I think I got it go. now. There you there are. Um, anyway, Pam, it's interesting to me that the um, part of the Christmas story movie that you most remember is the part about the lamp because there is just so much more to that movie and um, that has become my favorite Christmas movie for a number of reasons. Um, <laughs> some background on it. It was uh, actually parts of several stories by Gene Shepard who was uh, an amateur radio operator and he was also a radio personality in New York. And, you know, he was a, a writer of stories. And um, in that movie, he plays the part of the grown-up Ralphie. He's basically the narrator of the movie. And um, <laughs> it's just such a, a crazy story. Uh, the first time I ever saw it was I was with Joe. And again, it was on our anniversary we um, we were staying in Ann Arbor for a couple of days to celebrate our anniversary, Ann Arbor, Michigan. And we were staying in a bed and breakfast, and they only had one TV set. It wasn't like a hotel where every room had a TV. So we happened to be by ourselves in the living room watching it, and that was the first time I saw that movie, and I've seen it bunches and bunches and bunches of other times. In fact, if you turn on, I think it's, probably TBS, they show it for like 24 hours straight. Mm. And, <laughs> you know, and that's how, um, that's how popular a, a movie it has become. Was so, that your favorite? And that someone also made a musical movies? of it. And I saw that a few years ago too, with um, my late brother-in-law's um, widow. We went mm -hmm. to see it a musical version of it. And it's a great story. If you haven't seen it, um, I definitely encourage you to see it. Well, thank you so much. And you brought up a good point. There are some great musical movies out there as well. So thank you so much, Diane, for sharing. Yeah, you're welcome. And Desi, who do we have next? Now we have a telephone number, area code 661, ending in 756. 
if you can unmute and join us. All right. Caller ending in 756. Star 6 to unmute. And we'd love to hear from you. That's area code 661. Telephone number ending in 756. Well, maybe let's, we will move let's try to the go next to person the next and we'll come back to you. <laughs> Keep trying to Denver. Hi, Denver. Denver, you can go yeah. ahead and unmute, sir. There we go. Just take a minute to find that button. <laughs> <laughs> I got to chase down a whole bunch of things to get to it. So I've heard a lot of really good movies today. Um, But one that I haven't heard is Danny DeVito's Deck the Halls. Mm. Now that is a good Christmas movie. I, I, you know, I love the Home Alones. I, I love the miracle on 34th Street. Um, and yes, it was interesting. Her perspective of only remembering the leg in that story. Uh, because there's so much more to that. It, it's such a great movie. Um, and The Sound of Music, one of my wife's favorites. Um, we have the, they did a 60th anniversary edition. It's a gold-plated DVD on top, and it has an inscription. And I bought that for my wife and I for our anniversary. It just, it was, it was a special time for us. We would sit and watch that. It just, it's such a great movie. Um, so there have been a lot of them, but by far the one that I think is the best is, for me at least, is Danny DeVito's Deck the Halls. And um, a year ago, I wouldn't have thought that mm-hmm. because I'm not a big Danny DeVito fan. But for the underdog that he plays in this, and the antagonist that he plays in this, it works out really nice. And it, it's a good message. And I think you'll enjoy it. Okay. Well, I, I think that is one movie that I have not seen. I am definitely jotting it down on my list so that I can watch it. Thank you so much, Denver. And in, again, enjoy the rest of your day. Happy Thanksgiving. You ladies do the same, and happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Let's what about see. area code 661? Have you um, been able to unmute yet? It's right here. I'm right here. Oh, is that Shanika? Hi. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Shanika. Okay. Hi. So, I like the movie um, Santa Claus 1 movie. That's a with good one. Tim, mm-hmm. With Tim, I think his name Tim Allen or Jim Carrey. 
Yeah, I uh, love the, that movie. Yes. And I love Home Alone movie. Christmas movie. Yes, yes. Those are some good ones. And I think every time the Santa Claus comes on, I watch it with um, the guy that played uh, in Tim um, Home Improvement, I think it was. Tim Allen. Yeah. Tim Allen, okay, yeah. And if, you, if, you, if it come on, you could drink it if it's cold. Like, yes. Like it's right now <laughs> and it's cold outside. You could get mm-hmm. some hot chocolate and, and drink and listen to it. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Thank you yeah. so much, Anika, for reminding mm-hmm. us about those two great movies. And again, about hot chocolate, which I am excited for. That's a sidebar. I am excited for hot chocolate because I do not eat chocolate and for pretty much all my life, I've never been able to enjoy hot chocolate. And I came across the white chocolate uh, cocoa, hot cocoa mix. And so I am we loving could, it. <laughs> we could. You could even put peppermint up in there. Peppermint. Yes. And, and, um, and make it smell like minty. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to try that. Thank you, Shanika. Put, put, put some marshmallows up in there, too. It's really good. Okay, I'm gonna try with the pepper bit first. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Really, you're welcome. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your day, Desi. Okay, we next. next. Yes, we have next Travis, Travis Butler, because we have another <laughs> Travis as well. But this is Travis Butler. All right, hi Travis. Hi everybody. Hi Desi. Hi, hi Tasha. Everybody else. Uh, so I see we're talking about movies. Yes, um, what is your favorite holiday movie? It doesn't have my, to be Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite know? holiday movie is Miracle on 34th Street. Yes. Uh, th- and I'm talking about the original version with Edward Gwynn and uh, and mm-hmm. the rest of that cast in the, uh, what is it, 37, 38, 36, whenever, whenever that is. Anyway, uh, I, I've always loved the idea of Santa Claus ever since I was a kid. And to me, the original version of that movie and I would say, I want to say the kid in that one is Natalie Wood, if I remember right. Uh, to me, no, no movie does a better job at portraying the, 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 the magic, the Santa Claus magic of the season better than that one. And it's just a magical film. And I visit that one multiple times every single year, at least a couple or three times every single year. Mm-hmm. It's become a tradition. <laughs> and yes. it's been so for a number of years now. It, it really has. It's... Um... I feel like it's it recently celebrated like uh, the 70th anniversary was it? Yeah. Uh, sometime? Yeah. Um, Seemed like yeah, that's like, kind of yeah, a couple years maybe. Let me see. 36. Yeah, it it would be the yeah. 70th. Wow, 80th. <laughs> yeah, it's been almost yeah, it's a good minute. So it's it's a good classic. <laughs> it's a good classic for sure. <laughs> it, it's a wonderful movie. I mean, I could yes. talk about other movies too because I I love Christmas movies, Christmas TV specials. Uh, just I love Christmas in general. I can celebrate I, it all I, year long. Yes. But, but that one so truly much. is a favorite. Me You're welcome. Too. That is a great. That is a a good favorite that many people like to watch, and um, probably like most people, once July gets here. I I am all things Christmas. I can listen to Christmas music. I can watch Christmas music. I love the fact that Hallmark starts playing Christmas, all the Christmas yes. shows. Yes. I am. I'm like, tune in. My TV, Julie, I'm like right there. You so. got it. I tell people that I start my celebra- my Christmas celebrations for the year on December 26th of the previous year. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the the thing is is my birthday is December the twenty-sixth. And so I love everything Christmas. And most people when they hear that, they're like, Oh, and I, I I've never missed a birthday. I hadn't had to share my birthday. So I love I think that's why I really have a love for Christmas because I didn't have to share my birthday. A lot of people that um have to share their birthday tend not like Christmas, but right. I didn't never have to do that. So I am oh, here for awesome. every Christmas movie. Yeah, I am here for the Christmas movie. So Thank you so much for taking out your time out your day to share with us. And um, we appreciate just reminding us, of again, of Miracle on 34th Street. Give it some love, people. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have next, Desi? All right. Next, we have area code 215, ending in 759. All right. Hello, everybody. Hello, Cache and Desi. This is Pam Shaw calling in from Pennsylvania. Happy Hi, birthday, Pam. Hi, hi, and to my entire ACB family and friends. Yes. I didn't want to miss today, so um, <laughs> I wanted to share a movie that has become part of my holiday rituals because I love all of the classics that I've been hearing about and even being reminded of some. But a special movie to me is called A Medea Christmas, okay? okay? There's a producer, Tyler Perry, who created a character, her name is Medea, and she is a unique character, believe me when I tell you. And there have been several Medea movies, but there's one specifically about Christmas. And I will tell you, if you need a good laugh, okay, you're going to laugh, I'm telling you that. But you also want to be grounded in the real reason for the season and the beauty of the season. Uh, Medea lets a friend talk her into going to visit her daughter, a surprise visit. And when they get there, they are quite surprised what they found. And in the middle of a, um, a small town per- planning their Christmas carnival, a lot of secrets and things about relationships come out. But at the end, it just has an incredibly beautiful ending. So along with the classics that I never miss, including some of the animated things like uh, Charlie Brown Christmas and Charlie Brown Thanksgiving <laughs> as well, um, a Medea Christmas is also on my list. Yes, that's a good one. Um, someone mentioned the preacher's wife earlier, which is one of my all-time mm-hmm. favorites. That's I love to one. hear. I love to hear that song. And it's who could imagine? <laughs> it just yeah, brings back holidays yeah, yeah. when I hear that song. So yes, yeah. if you have not had a chance to experience Medea's Christmas, add it to your favorites. Yes, mm-hmm. thank you so much. I, mean, I know you thank are. Thank you. Um, enjoying some thanksgiving uh goodies and uh oh everybody's goodies <laughs> <laughs> but you know we have the traditional thanksgiving but because um my family has its roots out of charleston south carolina a thanksgiving table is not complete without a dish that is referred to as simply okra soup and rice if you don't have that, your table. Yeah. And also the other problem we have is we put so much on the table. It happens every year. Someone in the middle of the meal will yell, what happened to the cranberry sauce? We <laughs> had so much stuff we forgot to put it on the table. So it's oh a good time goodness. having a good time. The shawls are buzzing. We just had a new baby delivered yesterday. So oh, as much as we are mourning, thank you, the loss of our loved ones that we have held so dearly. It's just a blessing to still see new life. Yes. So yes. thank you very much. Yes. Thank you for joining. Okay. 
Have All a great right, day. Daisy. Thank you. You okay, too. Okay, take care. Okay. Who do we have Bye-bye. next? Bye. Okay, so um, first of all, let me tell you that we have uh, about nine minutes left till the top of the hour. And um, we have right now one hand left, and that is Melissa. All righty. So we will take Melissa, and then I'm going to share some closing uh, comments. Can you hear me? Hi. Yes. Hi, Cachet. Hi, Melissa. It's so good to hear your voice. We've missed you hosting for a long time. I so, but I, 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 my hands are in the fire. I, I've got a lot of things going on right now, but I'm, I'm sure I'm always tuning in. I, I kind of dot in and out and listen to everybody doing a great job and listen to some of the calls. But yes, yes. Um, How are you? I'm blessed. It's it's wonderful. I, I'm blessed and highly favored. That's um, wonderful. But um, my one of my favorite Christmas. Well, it doesn't have a Christmas theme to it, but I've heard that it gets played on television every year, and it's not described, unfortunately. And I wish that it was. But it's Fiddler on the Roof. Mm, okay. Yes, that is a beautiful movie, and um, it's a long movie though. So be prepared to you know sit for a long time, but. William and I had the pleasure, um, we went and saw the musical at one of the theaters here in Seattle um, about mm, in 2019, actually, uh, January, and it was audio described, and it was so beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful, and it was just, the the describer just did a phenomenal job um, describing um, the different actions, especially when it got to the dance scene at the wedding um, when Tevia's daughter got married. But that is one of my favorite movies um, at Christmas time is Fiddler on the Roof. And one of my favorite musicals in general, period. So That's a good one. Definitely is. a and good The music one. is gorgeous in it, if you've not heard it. So anyway, yeah. God bless you, Cache. And I'll see you. you. I'll see you guys in just a few minutes. <laughs> yes. That's right. Again, thank you so much to my lovely host. Desi, it's been a pleasure working with you today. Oh, it's Thanks been so fun every, for me too. Every every caller that dropped in, that stayed in, that listened in to our lovely uh, streamer, uh, Rick. Thank you so much. And I'm going to close with a few comments that I want to share. Again, today is about uh, a day of gratitude, a great a day of thankfulness, and as we are celebrating those that are. Uh, yet with us. We also want to give reverence and honor and just take a moment to think about those who are no longer with us. So I'm going to share a piece that I actually put it in our White King Bulletin. It's called The Empty Chair. It says, from autumn leaves to pumpkin patches, those hot summer days to the cool starry nights. So many memories that run across the pages of our scrapbooks dad's old blue dragon and grandma's little nuggets of wisdom like flashes before our eyes because we remember we remember their gestures their humor we embrace them we embrace their love seated here amongst us is their spirit their dear love in this empty chair it's hard it's hard to imagine where the time has went as we think of them and how the time was well spent from remembering their hugs to their laughs to their smiles and all the things that we miss about them the most, for we know that God needed them for another post. So as we gather today, informal or formal, in splendor 
We remember it's the thoughts of our dear loved ones that we continue to remember because they are seated amongst us in the empty chair. And again, thank you all for joining. I appreciate everyone that has come in and uh, share what their movie, their favorite holiday movie, whether it was a Thanksgiving movie or Christmas movie. Everyone counts. Everyone is appreciated. And I'm going to end with what I have deemed to be AC, the ACB, the ABCs of ACB. Again, the ABCs of ACB's friends giving because you are special to me and I hope that you will find someone else today to just lend a smile to and brighten up their day because again friends giving is a special bond like none under and why because we are a community that is available blissful caring dedicated encouraging friendly giving helpful innovative jovial kind-hearted, listening, motivating, nurturing, obliging, productive, quenching, resilient, strong, talented, understanding, diligent, wise, cynical, youthful, and zealous group of people. And know that you are special because that is just the way God has made you to be special. And again, we thank you for joining us on today in this hour of Friendsgiving. And hopefully the next facilitator is on board so we can pass the baton. It has been a great time of sharing with you all. And I love each and every one of you. And again, there's nothing you can do about it. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And Desi... Enjoy the rest of your day as well. Thank you, Cache. You too. Hey, Miss Cache. Hi, Anthony. Happy Turkey Day. Gobble, Happy gobble, turkey, gobble. Happy Turkey Gobble, gobble. <laughs> I know. And let me tell you, I am ready for it. I hope everybody has cleared the way because <laughs> I'm going inside to eat. <laughs> you go, girl. Enjoy. Well, thank you. And I'll be listening. Well, thank you so much. And isn't Florida really representing today? A couple of hours ago, we had Sheila. Today, right now, we have me. And in the last hour, Cache Wells. So Florida is really repping hard today. Yes, we are. (laughs) (laughs) I know that I heard my host come in, Melissa. Melissa, I am here. Yeah. Good so afternoon, Mr. Cronin. I made her the host too. Thank so you, Desi, for doing that. You're welcome. Of course. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for giving me the keys, so to speak. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and this is very interesting, um, Anthony, because I get to host Desi's call tomorrow. So I have my two favoriteest people that I get to work with in two days. <laughs> I, I am honored. Absolutely honored. You know, (laughs) a little birdie reached out to me the other day um, when he found out that you and I were going to be hosting together for this hour. And he reminded me um, of a certain direct mail that went out. Oh, I won't say how many years ago, but but quite a while ago. And um, it was all about Melissa Hudson. And so he forwarded it to me and I read it and I was like, wow. This is this is beautiful. And that, you know, all this time later, 
you're one of our top community, you know, hosts, facilitators, and just all over the place. So I am so honored to be paired with you today. Well, thank you. It's an honor to be with you, sir. And I want to just, well, first of all, um, let me just uh, do a brief introduction. Um, I am Melissa Hudson from Burien, Washington. Um, and it is a pleasure to be here hosting for Mr. Anthony Corona, our facilitator. And um, and I just want to wish everyone out there in Zoom land, as well as ACB Media 5, a very happy and blessed Thanksgiving. It has been a fabulous day so far. And oh my goodness, Anthony, if I had a crystal ball right now, it would tell me that we are going to have a good old time, as they say in the South, where I'm originally from. <laughs> would you say that? You know, as the magic eight ball would say, indications are all looking positive. (laughs) (laughs) I am Anthony Corona. You might have recognized my voice from Sunday edition or many of the various BPI or uh, public relations steering committee calls that we've done. Um, And so I am so thrilled and honored to be able to host an hour with Melissa and, and to hear some of your fantasy Thanksgiving table whether it be where you'd like to host it, what you'd like to put on the table. And five or so folks that are not in your friends and family list, it could be anyone living or dead. You know, it's like kind of like that old game. If you could invite a a bunch of folks to dinner, who would you invite? So I'm going to throw it straight to, to my host today. Melissa, tell us about your fantasy Thanksgiving table. Okay, um, let me... Oh, I was making sure I was unmuted. <laughs> I am. <laughs> um, I've got too many things going on. Um, anyway, so, wow. So my fantasy Thanksgiving would probably look something like this. We'd have a nice Southern meal that's going to include chicken and dumplings and cornbread dressing and lots of ham and chicken and, you know, just all the fixings that go with all of it, maybe a vegetable or two. and of course. No Thanksgiving is complete without a good old piece of pie or some kind of dessert. And the people that I would love to have come to this feast, I would love to have Leroy Van Dyke, who is, of course, the famous auctioneer. And he also had a song out that spent 19 weeks on the charts called Mm -hmm. Walk On By. He is now 93 years young, and but you would not even notice. He still tells great stories and still can do that auctioneer song. I've heard him do it on the Grand Ole Opry. And I would love, 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 love to have Celine Dion because she's beautiful and she just has a lovely, lovely voice. And I love her accent when she speaks. Um, So that's what my fantasy Thanksgiving would look like. How about you, Mr. Corona? Well, um, you know, I am Italian by birth. Um, You know, my, my... My father was actually born in Italy. My mother was, is first-generation American-Italian. Um, so I would love to take everyone that I love to Tuscany. And I'd like to do a version of what I'd like to call a potluck Thanksgiving, where we all decide to make something together. And we all put in the work to, to put the table together. And so for the, for the five folks that you know, are not part of my friends and family list, I would like to have, well, I would most definitely 
spend a meal anytime, holiday, non-holiday, whatever it may be. One of my goddesses is is Madonna, the recording artist. I think mm. that you know she is incredibly intelligent. She is a she's a trailblazer. I would sit directly next to her, someone named Catherine of Siena. And if you don't know who Catherine of Siena is, she at one time was the de facto pope when the when um, the Catholic Church was in a schism, and there was a pope both in Italy and in France. And Catherine uh, Catherine of Siena ran the church for a good number of years. Um, she didn't actually read and write; she actually dictated everything that she did because at that time women were not were not um, taught how to read and write in, in, for the masses. Um, but mm-hmm. she, if you, if you read her theology, she was just an incredibly, incredibly intelligent, forward thinking, you know, and this is the 1580s, I believe it was. So, you know, her, her beliefs on, on how women, um, could, should, and could be leaders, et cetera, et cetera. Amazing. So next to that, I would put Mr. Abraham Lincoln. So that's three so far. Um, I, I would just. I'd love to pick his brain. You know, it's not the emancipation. <laughs> it's not only the emancipation of the slaves and and how he took political hit after hit after hit for what he what he believed in. It's all the failures that led up to him finally becoming president. I mean, you know, if you look at his history and you understand everything he went through, he was just a man that just did not give up. He had a dream. He had a vision. And every time that someone told him no, he just said, "Okay, well, next time I'll do better. And he finally did better enough to become president. Next Mm -hmm. to him, I would absolutely love to put my favorite author, Madeline Lingle, who wrote A Wrinkle in Time. That was one of her most famous books. But she's written over 75 books, a lot of them Christian religious texts um, that are for the masses. They're not beating your head, uh, you know, beating over your head with doctrine. It's more about how do you look at the stories? How do you take the stories and interpret them and live every day with those? And she takes um, like a rock that is higher. Um, she takes the story of Jonah, you know, and breaks it down and, and, and talks about how to apply it to daily life. So next, you know, next to all of those fine folks, my last person, and this is just purely, you know, I, I just would do anything to to meet this person. I would love to have Meryl Streep. I have oh, absolutely. My God. <laughs> I always say that the only thing Meryl Streep hasn't done yet is to take on a male role. Like, okay, I know I'm Meryl Streep. I know I'm female, but this role I know I can do. So just put me in the button-up shirt, the jeans or whatever. I <laughs> Pretend I'm not a woman. And I'm going to do this role because she's done everything else. She is incredible. And the, the, the passion and, and the art that she puts into all of her performances. Can you imagine sitting around the table with those folks and, and having Man, conversation for a couple of hours? That would be just heavenly right there. <laughs> that would be heavenly, especially with Meryl Streep. She's quite a singer, too, I've, I've discovered. Oh, my God. Did you ever see the movie Florence Foster Jenkins? Not that one, no. But my favorite okay. movie that she has out is called The Music of My Heart, where she plays a music teacher. Oh, my God, yes. Phenomenal movie. Phenomenal movie. You know, you know that's a true story, right? It is, yes. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but if you've never seen Florence Foster Jenkins, please, please. And it is audio described. You can find it on various platforms. Oh, it is perfect. an amazing, amazing movie. She plays the role of a woman who was a patron to the arts in the 40s and 50s, who all she wanted to do was be an opera singer. And unfortunately, the folks around her let her believe that she could sing as good as an opera singer. And I'm not going to give away, I'm not going to spoiler alert, but it we is- know we, what my roommate and I were thinking about watching a movie during the, during the long uh, three day weekend that we have, or well, four, well, actually four day weekend. And uh, so that might be a good one for us to watch because we love to watch audio described movies. So you'd absolutely love it. So <laughs> let's tell the folks how they can raise their hands and how they can mute and unmute. And let's hear about everybody else's. Well, already we have. Sorry about that. God. Okay. Sorry. Um, (laughs) We already have some raised hands, but I will give the commands in case those out there listening around the world would like to participate in Zoom. And we would love to have you do that. But if you would like to answer the question, to raise your hand, if you are on a PC, it is Alt Y. And to mute and unmute, it is Alt A. If you are on a Mac, to raise your hand, it is options Y. And to mute and unmute, it is command shift A. If you are on your uh, smartphone or a tablet using the Zoom app, you're going to, to go to the more button on the lower right-hand corner. And the raise hand feature is right there. You just double tap on that more button. And um, you can just double tap on where it says raise hand. And to mute and unmute, it is in the lower left-hand corner of your phone. And if you are on your old-fashioned telephone with a standard keypad, you're going to do star nine to raise your hand and star six to mute and unmute. And Anthony, would you like me to call the names or would you like to? No, absolutely. You take that. Okay, very good. We already have a bunch of raised hands. So are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. All right, let's get this party started. Okay, your first person is Nora. Nora, go ahead and unmute, please. Nora, my karaoke friend, yes? Yep. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi. Welcome, Hi. welcome, welcome. Thank you. I've been on all morning, and I'm getting ready to go to be with my you know, my parents to be having dinner at my niece's place, and what is the question? Sounds like fun. Yep. What is the question, uh, the topic? So the question is, if you could have your Thanksgiving dinner anywhere in the world, what, where would you want to have it? What would you serve? And not counting your friends and family, what are a couple of guests that you'd love to have at the table? Living dead, it doesn't matter. Okay. Well, if, well I'm going to have it in Nashville, Tennessee. With my, I will have my parents with me and have turkey and gravy and mashed potatoes and, and coleslaw and all. And then I will have... Uh, Ginger Rod, uh, see, what's her name? Glenn Campbell and, and the Oak Ridge Boy. Nora, my friend, friend, my karaoke friend, we're getting a little bit of feedback. It's hard to hear you. Maybe if you could pull the phone just a little bit away, we might get a little bit better. I heard you say Tennessee, your friends and family, but after that, it was a little bit muddled. Nora? You still there, Nora? Let's see here. All right. You know what? We'll come back to Nora again. Let's see who's next. All right. Um, 
We have Mr. Can you you hear me now? He's a little bit better, yes. So you said Tennessee, your friends and family, but who else would you like at your table? I would like to have a, um, the oldest boy and Glenn Campbell. Glenn oh, Campbell. wonderful. Yes, that's beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. Thank you so much, Nora. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Nora. Happy, Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Oh. Thank you. You're <laughs> All right. Next, we have Mr. Travis Butler. Travis, go ahead and unmute, please. I am here. Hey, Travis. Hey, Travis, how are happy you? Happy Thanksgiving. Wonderful. Happy Thanksgiving to both of you and to everybody else yes, in sir. the room. And, you know, uh, my tra- uh, let's see, Thanksgiving meal, I think I would just stick with the, uh, the traditional Thanksgiving meal that I've had with, that I remember so well with friends and, well, mostly family as a kid with the turkey and the stuffing and the <laughs> cranberry sauce and the pumpkin pie for dessert, of course. And I cannot think of five people offhand, but I could think of two who I would love to have at my table that isn't in my friends and family list. And the first would be George Washington. Yes. George Washington (laughs) is truly one of my heroes. Is that what he went through with the troops to help fight for our freedoms in our country just often brings me to tears. And just what he went through and what he suffered and what... And how he triumphed over everything to help help us bring us our freedoms and help be in the trenches and with his soldiers and people starving and dying and losing limbs because of the the, the terrain they had to walk through to like the Valley Forge and all those places. And it just it just warms my heart every time I think about it. So he is one person I would love to be able to say thank you for your service. Thank you for fighting for our freedoms and for helping us to uh, get our freedoms for us and yeah the other person would be my favorite country singer of all time and that that would be don williams absolutely yes. he's one of my favorites oh my too God, yes. oh, <laughs> oh nice i love it i love it melissa can i can i throw a third person into your table though because if you're gonna have don you gotta have willie don and willie oh. would have such an interesting exchange between the two of them and if, if anybody does not know the willie i'm talking about it is the Mr. Willie Nelson. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Travis. To... Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I was just going to say thank you, thank you, thank you, and have a, an, an awesome Thanksgiving. Oh, you're welcome. Real quick, I was going to say, Don, because of his gentle spirit, you, I've heard him in interviews, and, I, and just the way he sings and the way he talks, he just seems like such a humble, beautiful, gentle soul. And that is why I would love to be in his presence, just to feel of that, that power. And he that he certainly yeah. was. He's he one of those. Was. Yeah, he's one of those that just absolutely exudes loving life and loving his fellow man, no matter what color of your political no matter what state or or place you come from he just took people for who they are the gentle giant he lived yes. that absolutely he lived that he absolutely thank, thank you, you so much, so much and happy thanksgiving happy you thanksgiving, too travis right god back. bless you god bless you too <laughs> very much all right all right and Next, we have Mr. Herbie Allen. Herbie, go ahead and unmute, please, sir. And Herbie happy Thanksgiving be, to you. Well, happy Herbie Thanksgiving to you, too. This show as soon as we're finished. So welcome, 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 Herbie. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So uh, first of all, 
My uh, Thanksgiving table would be a very interesting one. We'd have three different types of turkeys for your uh, pleasure. A barbecued turkey, a traditionally roasted turkey, and a deep-fried turkey. So, uh, um, <clears throat> and, you know, along with, um, I think we'll have several different types of potatoes, mashed, some fried, um, definitely some green bean casserole. We'll have bread rolls, and uh, for those of you that want uh, cranberry jelly or sauce, we'll have all that. <coughs> and, um, you know, I, I think right, that'll Harvey, be... what are you going to serve for dessert? Because I'm just about buying my tickets at your Thanksgiving table. What are you going to have okay, for dessert? Okay, so for dessert, we're going to have your choice of pumpkin or chocolate cream pie. Oh, yes. Okay. Mm. And how about right. guests? Um, guests, well, I definitely like the idea, uh, I mean, this will be interesting, because I don't know if they get along too well, because, uh, but then again, George Washington seemed like a nice guy, so how about a contrast of characters with uh, George Washington, one of the founding members of our nation, first president, um, I'm sure he'd be honored to go to multiple Thanksgiving feasts, so I'm not trying to steal him away, you know, just ask him to, you know, give a little bit of his time. How about the late, great Martin Luther King, who fought yes. a very interesting battle for uh, civil rights? And I think it'd be cool to have Stevie Wonder as well to entertain us with some of his older songs and uh, him and his harmonica. So, uh, and uh, also all you ACB folks that want to come by, too. Anthony, you can swing by, and Melissa, and uh, anyone else. <laughs> well, you know what? Cindy Hollis is on a much-deserved cruise vacation with her family, but I would absolutely love to have Cindy at my Thanksgiving table. So let's do a quick shout-out. Cindy, if you are listening, and I think you probably are, we love you, love you, love you. Thank you so much for all you do. All right. Melissa, who's up All next? right. Uh, next week, and thank you, Herbie, and God bless you. Happy Thanksgiving. Next, we have one of my good friends from Washington, Miss Chris Coulter. Hi, Chris. Welcome. You're unmuted. Go right ahead. <clears throat> Chris, go ahead. You're unmuted, my friend. Okay. Can you hear me now? There you are. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> All right. Thank you. I would have a Thanksgiving buffet. You just go out and up and pick whatever you want. And there's, you can have turkey if you want it. You can have chicken. You can have roast beef. You can have meatloaf, whatever you want. And, and all kinds of different um, sides, potatoes and salads and fruit. And then desserts are just all the traditional desserts. But I think I'd put that chocolate cream pie in there too. Yeah, that would be it. But it would be With a big dollop of whipped cream, right? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, and um, the person that I'm thinking I would like to have at my table is somebody whose music I have appreciated for a long time, but recently I've really grown into his way of uh, writing songs, and that's John Prine. Wow, yes. yeah. he is fine. And and, and of yes. course we, we just miss him a lot. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, but to have him at the table would be really right, really good. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Thank yeah. you so Thank much. You. Happy Thanksgiving. All right. Thank you. You too. 
Happy Thanksgiving and long time no see. <laughs> All right. And next we have William Belina. William, if you can hear well, me from across the hall, go ahead and unmute, please. <laughs> can you hear me? Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are a roommate to our yes. illustrious host. And yes. we, we love all of those Facebook posts. So it is so nice to hear you. Well, thank you Tell very much, Anthony, your... for having me. And <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, hope everyone is having a great Thanksgiving. So what I would do is uh, I would have actually two tables, one for food and one for dessert. And uh, I would actually. This man already. What was that? I said I'm liking this man already. Yeah, well. a whole table for dessert. <laughs> You're my hero. You go, boy. Yes. Well, I I love to eat and I love to travel. Anyway, um, so what I would do is I would have uh, I would actually have Ray Charles and also Stevie Wonder and any ACB folks that want to come by. They're more than welcome to do so. And I would have John P. Key as uh, another guest of mine, and I also have. Uh, George Washington as well. And uh, I don't want to take too much uh, too much of anyone else's time. So I'm going no, to. No, William, mute. you know what? Before you go, yes. if, you could, if you could have that Thanksgiving dinner anywhere in the world, where would you have it? Um, I would actually have it in, in, uh, in uh, San Francisco, California. I've always, um, yes, nice. I, I would have it in San Francisco um, on, on the Bay. Uh, we would listen to the, uh, <laughs> listen to the waves you know, crashing on the, yeah. on the store. Sounds really nice, actually. You know, Melissa, I'm going to take yes, the privilege for a moment. Yes, because sir. I'm going to add a sixth, sixth guest to my table. I would absolutely think it would be incredibly fascinating to have a conversation with, Hel with Helen Keller. I yes. truly believe mm. that if Helen Keller was alive right now, she would be president, senator, secretary of state. That woman had such an, uh, an incredible mind, an incredible zest for advocacy, and an incredible love of life. If yes. I could, yeah, I would add her to my table, without a doubt. Absolutely, yes. Quite a humanitarian as well. Yep. <laughs> okay. Thank you, William. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you very much. All right, and Melissa, who's next, honey? Next, we have Melody. <gasps> Melody, is this Melody Holiday? It is. Hello, Anthony. Hi, Hi Melody. Thank you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. I got in here around 13 minutes after. You know, I don't see why we have to have turkey in the traditional way. I would At my table, I would do turkey burgers, brine, deep fried, any way that people wanted it, even not forgetting the vegan and non-dairy, non-gluten-free, you know, eaters. As far as guests, I would bring back Liberace and Matthew Shepard so they could sit right there and be who they need to be. I would have you Elton go, John girl. performing for us. <laughs> I would have Ellen and Portia, Ellen DeGeneres and Portia De Rossi, Melissa Etheridge, Roy Samuelson sitting at the head of the table, giving us a live audio description of the Macy's Thanksgiving <laughs> parade. And when I was around yes. 10, I had a serious crush on Helen Keller. I loved her. I read her books. I read almost every book about her. I was, watched The Miracle Worker, the live documentary that was later. I, I love her, and, and I love you, Anthony, for, for bringing her up. I love you, Melody. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And Mr. Royal Samuelson, if you are listening, we would absolutely love for you to for you to audio describe our Thanksgiving table. 
Thank you, Melody. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> and All right, Melissa, who's up next? Currently, we don't have any raised hands right now. So get those hands up in the air if you want to share, because I'm sure that our, our lovely facilitator would love to have you participate. Oh, someone Absolutely. just did. Someone just did as soon as I spoke up, asked, and you shall receive, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Tori, go right ahead. All the way from Wales. Yep. Hi. Welcome, Hi welcome, Hello. welcome. I um, just came back in. I was here earlier, but I haven't long come back in. So what are we sharing on today? Specifically? We're talking specifically about um, American Thanksgiving, and if we could have our Thanksgiving anywhere in the world with serving anything you'd like and a couple of guests that you'd love to have at your table, not your friends and family, but anyone in history, anyone currently, what would make your fantasy Thanksgiving table just pop for you? Well, there wouldn't be any turkey on mine because I'm actually a vegan. Um, so I'm actually feeling sorry for all the turkeys today. All right, kind of girl. <laughs> no, we feel that. We feel it. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Um, but I wouldn't mind all the rest of it. You know, there's nothing wrong with some stuffing, cranberry sauce, um, potatoes, mashed or roast. I don't mind sweet potatoes, nice green bean casserole. I'll go down pretty good. Bit of gravy on them. Where would you want to have this Thanksgiving feast? Um, I would actually like to have it somewhere like Canada where it could be snowing outside because my, my husband's Aww. actually from Canada and I love snow. Um, so I'd like to have it in Canada um, and a nice snowy day. How about for, Prince Edward Island? That would work. Where the, the fabled Anne of Green Gables and Emily of New Moon that, came from. Yeah, that would definitely work for me. Be a beautiful setting this time of year. And who are your heroes that you'd love to have at the table with you? Uh, Terry Pratchett would be a great fun to have a conversation with. Oh, my God, yes. Um, he definitely make it entertaining, um, as well as Tony Robinson, who reads the abridged versions of his books. Um, I know for a fact he's as fun, both of those are as fun in person as they are, um, as they seem to be. My brother actually met Terry Pratchett once, which was, I'm so jealous of that. Um, and also Michelle Paver is, um, she's an author um, I love who's done a lot of traveling and she could tell us so many things about the different places she's gone all sorts of experiences she's had with animals and nature um, so I definitely love both of them to be there nice thank um, you so much for probably not more than that though because I don't really like big crowds <laughs> beautiful <laughs> let me ask you this what is your favorite Thanksgiving dessert Oh, I, I'm a big fan of pumpkin pie. I never had it until um, I was um, in Canada um, when I was about 18, uh, when I was nearly 19, actually. Um, but I absolutely loved it so much that um, I've actually made some myself since, including veganizing the recipe. Nice. You know, they say that every seven years, your cycle, your taste buds, your cells change. I never liked pumpkin pie, but about four years ago, right after my father passed away, um, we had a Thanksgiving and, and my father loved pumpkin pie. 
And I took a bite of it with a little bit of Cool Whip. I'm yeah, extra creamy. Um, and all of a sudden, it was the most flavorful, most delicious, incredibly wonderful feeling in my mouth. It was just, it was an explosion of everything. And I kind of feel like when my dad left, I know he left me his patience. I, I've <laughs> shared this on Sunday edition, but my dad had throat cancer. And the last 27 years of his life, he actually spoke with what's called a box. It's a machine that you put up to your, to your throat. Oh, yes. You press a button. Yeah. And a year to the day that he had surgery, he went back to work because, and he told my mother and myself, we had filed for disability, the whole in the arts. He said, if I don't go back to work, I'm going to die. I won't be here. If I don't have a reason every day for getting up, there's no reason for me to live. And so a year to the day, 13 hour surgery for throat cancer, he went back to work and he loved pumpkin pie. And I never did my whole life. I didn't like it. And then after, after that, when I tasted it with a big dollop of extra creamy Cool Whip, and all of a sudden it was one of the best tastes, one of the best flavors I've ever had in my mouth. So, you know, you have to eat it for him. Yeah. Life happens the way it happens. Thank you so much for sharing your fantasy at Thanksgiving with us. You're welcome. Melissa, do we have any hands right now? We do. We have a couple, but I just want to piggyback on something that you said. So um, we had a, I had a friend here in Washington who had throat cancer, well, cancer of the larynx. And she had to use one of those um, artificial voice box type things. And um, that was the first, yeah, that was the first time I had ever heard of something like that when I met her. But, um, but she, it, it was just hard on her. Because like, like she was a part of a training program in the Seattle area. And I remember she used to tell me, you know, I've got to quit talking when I'm doing mobility lessons because I need to concentrate on what I'm doing. Because <laughs> um, she I'll had to constantly push the button, you know. The first Thanksgiving that my whole family and my father was one of 12. My mother was one of 11. They knew each other from the time that they were five and 10. They got married. They loved each other. I'll never forget the first Thanksgiving after my father, the surgery, and he was talking with the box and he wanted to make everybody feel comfortable. So he said, just pretend that I'm RoboCop. It's, <laughs> it's no big deal. I yeah. just have to hold this machine up to talk, but I'm, I'm RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all about what you make of your life. It's all about what That's you make right. of your holiday. And this is a beautiful, I, I don't know if anybody had the opportunity to see the ACB Voices blog piece that I put up, but it's called Thanksgiving Reimagined. And the spirit of the piece is all about loving each other, peace, love, and understanding. We can come from different religious, political, mental ideologies, but all we have to do is just love each other and try to understand each other. We don't have to agree. That's the beauty of life. Mm -hmm. We can agree to disagree, but as long as we give respect to those that have an opinion, that those that have a voice, we're going to be in such a better place. So this Thanksgiving, I implore everybody, understand those around you. You don't have to agree with them, but give them the opportunity to state their case and understand them. Melissa, who's up next? Yes, sir. Uh, the, the gospel according to Anthony Corona. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. 
we have Lynn Corral. Lynn, go ahead Lynn. and unmute, please. Anthony, welcome, you welcome, you welcome. are one of my favorite people, really. You, you are, are one of my favorite people right back. And I want to shout out the Jewish Hour. It's every Monday at 5 o'clock, I think. Every other Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern time, we change it because that's what they wanted. You know, I do whatever whatever anybody wants. <laughs> I, li I listen to people. And, you know, that's what I was going to say about what you were saying just now, Anthony, is that we have to listen to each other, you know, because people do not know how to listen. And I've always been a very good observer because I've been blind all my life. And I know, Melissa, you have too. Yes, ma'am. I ma believe. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And you're such a sweetheart, Melissa. And, you know, I, I, I really enjoy facilitating, you know, it's, it's I, you know, it's, I just enjoy it. People are really uh, appreciative of the call because they've never had a place to, you know, express their opinions about being Jewish in, in ACB. So, yes, yes, I am doing that, Anthony. Um, I'm so proud of you. I'm so glad <laughs> that you're doing that. And I implore everybody out there, if you're Buddhist, if, if, if Confucius, whatever Confucius. it is that you follow, if you're Baha'i, if you're Muslim, I don't care. Absolutely. <laughs> Please start a call because in the American Council of the Blind, we want to welcome and love everybody for who they are. And then you started this Jewish hour. It makes me so very happy to know that there's, <laughs> and I'm going to be there either next Monday or two weeks from it's, now. It's, it's a week from next Monday. So it'd be, the, I'm going to be there. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. So tell us about your fantasy Thanksgiving table. Okay. My fantasy, my fantasy Thanksgiving would be in, well, I went to the Netherlands in 1973 and I loved it. So it would be in the Netherlands. It would be in Amsterdam. And I would, <laughs> I would invite. Tulips galore. <laughs> oh. What's that? What's that? What's that? I said tulips galore. Yeah, tulips galore is right. As a matter of fact, I, that's what I brought home to my dad at the time when I was, you know, 21. And I brought home some tulips. He loved it to his house. Yes, I did. Um, and chocolates. I think that's what I brought home. Um, you know, after I declared them, you know, to the uh, customs people. Anyway, who I would have is I would like to have um, Doc Watson, Arthel uh, Watson. I would like to have um, Barbara Jordan. Wow. Uh, yes. <laughs> Barack Obama. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. <laughs> and um, um, uh, let me think. Who else would I have? Well, while you're thinking, girl, you gotta have that plus <laughs> one with Michelle because you know she's got some oh, really oh, yeah. amazing Oh yeah, Michelle has to. Say. Yeah, you got yes. that right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Michelle Obama too. Um, I would also like to have Joan Baez. Oh my God! Yes, girl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and zero Mustel. <laughs> okay, I am not familiar with that name. Can you okay. tell me a little bit zero, about that? Zero Mustel, I, I believe, if I'm correct, um, he was in the original version of Fiddler on the Roof. Uh, yeah. Oh my God! Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which Melissa mentioned in the last hour. Um, so those those are my people. You think that's a good list? I think that's an amazing list. Thank you so much for sharing. Happy, happy, happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Appreciate happy Thanksgiving, you. Lynn. God bless you. <laughs> Thank you. God bless you too. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. And you have one more hand, at least for right now. And that is Miss Linda Yaks. Linda, go ahead and unmute my friend. Linda, welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you're doing Hi, okay. Hi. 
Hi, Linda. I am fine. Thank you. This is it's a wonderful day when you can just step back and be thankful for all the things you've had in your life, including all the wonderful memories you've had with the folks who have gone on to be with Jesus. So as I'm, as I'm approaching the day, I get to have lunch with, or whatever you want to call it. I give the late, late lunch, I guess, or early dinner with my family across the grass. And uh, so that will be fine. If I could do anything on Thanksgiving right now, I would go on a cruise where it's warm. <laughs> yes, girl. Go on. And, <laughs> and to be honest with you, I will say, you, you may have heard this a hundred times all your day, but I don't think I would really want to take anybody more famous than anybody from the ACB community who wanted to join me on that cruise because the overwhelming support that I have received from the community has been absolutely incredible in the last few weeks. And uh, I, I just, I've never felt so much love from a bunch of people all over the country who mm. a lot of whom I've never met. And so that's who I would want to have on my cruise with me. That's we wonderful. love you, Linda. We do. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and, we, and, great... and we would have turkey and mashed potatoes and gravy and stuffing and ham for those that don't like turkey. And we would have green bean casserole and baked beans and uh, uh, frog eye salad and above, oh my god you know, yes <laughs> and yes. and of course you know you, you have to have fresh vegetables just so you know you have good food on your table and uh and um for dessert we'd have a plethora of pies but absolutely beyond a shadow of a doubt there would be a pumpkin pies with and gobs of whipped cream <laughs> <laughs> good for you well, so. make sure you send me that invitation when that, because <laughs> I have to. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. If I had the money, I would just reserve a whole ship and everybody <laughs> could just come. I just, if I had the millions and millions of dollars, I'd just pay for everyone to come and that would be so much fun. But that's not what's going to happen because I don't have millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> but you know what? We are so very lucky. Melissa, how lucky are we that we have this Friendsgiving event, that we oh, have a community absolutely. that cares so much for each other, that, you know, whether you have dozens of family members or two family members or no family members, that you can gather here together with us and spend eight hours of just loving each other and loving the community absolutely. that we come from. Uh-huh. Amen, amen, and amen. Yes. That is so beautiful. And, you know, I have to just tell you real quick i'm gonna check uh okay we have no raised hands at this point so do you mind if i take some personal privilege please i know you're the facilitator um please <laughs> but <It's> okay <laughs> okay very good thank you you know i have to be honest i joined acb and therefore wcb the washington council of the blind i joined in 2007 and I just remember, you know, I went to my first WCB convention in 2005 as as a student of the Orientation and Training Center here in Seattle, which for those that don't know, um, it's a training center where you learn all the blindness skills, um, and it's for adults that have either just lost their vision or they've been blind all their lives, and they go in and they learn all the the skills you have to learn, and so um, one of the things that you had the chance to do is you had a chance to go to either the Washington Council of the Blind Convention or the um, National Federation of the Blind of Washington Convention, and you had your way paid for and um, and everything, your your 
convention registration and everything. So I went to my first WCB convention in 2005. Um, and I knew right away, as soon as I walked in and I met people, I knew in my heart that this was an organization that I wanted to join. But I also went to the other state convention because I was invited to it. And it was a very quick decision on my part. Not that I'm putting anybody down, but that's just, for me, that's what it was. And I can tell you that from the very moment that I joined and I became a leader in in different parts of my affiliate and I started getting involved and doing all these things, I can tell you the support that I have received, it's just like no other. It is like no other organization that I have ever heard of. And especially here lately, as most of you know, I started a new job in September. And ACB, this community and members of WCB, they supported me all the way through and said to me, you know what, I'm so proud of you for taking on this job, Um, you know, and just the support that you receive. It is so inspiring to witness that. And my roommate just joined a couple of years ago, and he's felt the same way. Um, and, And it's just been amazing. It has been absolutely amazing. And just, it means more to me than you'll ever know, Anthony. Seriously. No, you know what? I I actually kind of do know. Um, Many (laughs) listeners who are listening right now know that my mom passed away um, the first week of September. And I had been going back and forth to New York um, a couple of weeks before that. It was unexpected to the the extent that she was fighting. And she she really thought she was going to beat this part of it and and maybe not have forever but have another couple of years and the one thing that I will never ever ever be able to that I was there right before I I came home 34 hours later I was on a plane back to New York because that last moment she asked me are you happy are you okay and and I told her about ACB and I told her about Sunday edition and I told her about Gabriel of course and and I told her, yeah, mom, I, I'm happy and I'm okay. And she let me go. She let me leave. She let me get on the plane. Now, I wish she kind of would have said, you know what, don't get on the plane. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, but over the course of those couple of weeks, I received 187 emails. I've tried to get back to as many people as I possibly could. And anyone out there who's listening, if I didn't respond to you, it's not because I didn't care. It's because there were 187 of them. And to try to get back to everybody personally was a really, really big task. But I received 187 emails from our community, from folks in ACB who wanted to reach out and say, you're okay. And we've got you. And that meant so, there's nothing, there's nothing. My my partner, our dogs, my family, they're all, it's wonderful. I I don't discount any single moment of any comfort and support that anybody's giving me. But when I opened up, because I left everything, I I didn't want to deal with anything, text messages, email, you know, I, 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 when, when that call came in, I was devastated. I thought we had at least a couple months more. And seven, eight, nine days, whatever it was, when I finally opened my email and to see, I was so overwhelmed with love and, and support and happy, you know, just I'm here for you. It, I've never met you, but I hear you on Sunday edition. I'm here for you. I like you. I care about you. It, 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 I cannot tell this community what it meant. 
I can't, I, I can't express in words and I'm a writer. And so for me to say, I can't express in words what it means, I, it, it gave me, it gave me such a feeling of, of support and love. I and will it always give back to my ACB yeah, community. I, I understand exactly what you're saying, Anthony. And that's exactly what's been happening for me. I can't believe I'm getting, I'm getting email and from people that I, you know, I, I've heard their names on the calls and stuff, but I don't really know them that yeah. well. And, and, you know, just, I mean, I can't help but cry when I think about it because there's just so much love and support in this community. And, you know, it's the one rainbow in COVID. Just think we wouldn't have this Friendsgiving today if we hadn't had COVID. And I'm, yes. not saying, I'm not saying I'm thankful for COVID because I'm not, because it took so many people's lives and still is. And, Absolutely. And I, I really feel for those people that are dealing with the losses because of COVID. Um, and, you know, know that just like I'm struggling today with the loss of my husband, they're struggling too. And, but, you know, for, for ACB, I mean, I, I tell my sighted friends, you don't know what you're missing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know this. It, it is okay to feel like a silver lining that came out of COVID is this beautiful, wonderful community that we have. No one would ever want COVID to happen. But no. when COVID happened, you know, we came together. Cindy Hollis put the call out. And there were a few of us, you know, certain affiliates, Guide Dog Users, Blind Pride International. You know, there were a few of us that were already doing calls. And she said, how do we make this into something that's going to support the entire community and everybody, everybody who was asked of, everybody who thought of an idea, crafters and, and one mm -hmm. of things and all the amazing widows and widowers. It all came out of this, 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 this horrific event that was happening to humanity. But we came together and said, how you're in California. I'm in Miami. My friend is in New York. How do we all and, come together? And we have people ACB in the community. Yeah. We have people in yeah. Finland and Dubai and Africa. Dubai, and, yes. Australia. Yes. Susan, if you're out there listening, we love you. And and yeah. um our friend um Goodrun, who every week at karaoke, my God, what a great inspiration. Mm -hmm. So yes. thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, I'm all right, mute now. Thank you guys. Thanks, Linda. Uh, we have no raised hands at this point, and you've got 15 minutes until the top of the hour. Well, Melissa, I'm going to ask you this. Yes, what sir. is your favorite Thanksgiving food? Oh, my goodness. You just asked me the million-dollar question, and I haven't even eaten yet. <laughs> After this, I'm going to cook a, a seven-pound ham that we just got from the store last night. So <laughs> we're going to have we're, we're having uh, for those that don't know, William and I are having a Thanksgiving meal that was um, done by Safeway. And it includes a ham that's like seven or eight pounds and then some green bean casserole, scalloped potatoes, some apples, which I'm not going to eat and other dishes, Hawaiian rolls. I mean, it's going to be a great meal. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, I would have to say that my two favorites, because I'm originally from Mississippi, so I'm going to talk mm. Southern for a few minutes. Come on, girl. So my favorites are my mama's cornbread dressing. And no, that's not the same as stuffing for those that don't know. Nope. Nope. And nope. Nope. Exactly. It's not the same. And my mom's grandma's famous peanut butter cake. 
That is okay, the I, best dessert ever. And I can even give you the recipe if you wish. Girl, I have to know. Yes. What, <laughs> what is the peanut butter cake? All right. So, and, and it takes a couple of days to make it because you have to freeze the cake. Um, so you just, you buy a yellow cake mix and you make that just like it comes out of the box. You freeze that overnight. And all your icing is when you're ready to make your icing is, you, and you do this on top of the stove. You put a half a cup of sugar in a pan, a half a cup of water in the pan, and then a small jar of creamy, not the crunchy, creamy peanut butter. Mix that all together on top of the stove until it gets real hot and you stir it up all together and you just keep on stirring and stirring till it gets real easy to stir. And then you turn that off, let that cool off and spread that on your yellow cake mix. And oh my goodness, it is the best dessert ever, ever, ever. And for you men out there, it's a very good dessert for a man to eat. It is. It's a manly dessert. But every time my mom, you know, I came from Colorado. I came here to Washington from Colorado. And my mom used to make it like for wedding showers and birthday parties, graduations, just everything in between. And, oh, my goodness, it was devoured in seconds because that's how much people loved it. In fact, my mom made it for a wedding wedding, uh, rehearsal type thing for a friend of ours that was getting married. And the pastor... The pastor ate about five or six pieces, just one by one by one by one by one by one. He loved it. So there you go. And I made it for my graduation meal when I graduated from the orientation training center because you have to do a graduation meal for your home at class. And I made that for dessert and I haven't made it since that time, but I need to do it again. So, oh, it sounds like your A lady's going off, Anthony. Hey, did. I'm so sorry. That's <laughs> okay. And you've got, you've got, uh, it's, it's uh, 49 minutes past the hour. And I know, or at least you told me the other day when we got together that you've got a little something special for us. Is, it, is that correct? I okay. do. Can you vamp for about one more minute and I will be ready to go. Oh, oh, I, I can always do that. You know, I was in, I was a volunteer broadcaster. I know how to fill up airtime. <laughs> you just let me know when you're ready. Um, <laughs> oh, John Ross, you have your hand raised, sir. Um, yeah, Melissa. Go right I, ahead. I just wanted to let you know uh, that I'm here for my two o'clock shifts. So when it's up, you can. Yes, sir. You can give me the host. Okay. Thank you. I'll, I'll do that, sir. But thank you for letting me know. And I promise you, John, uh, sometime I'm going to do your song that you requested me to do at karaoke. I promise. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that's actually the perfect segue because <clears throat> I love our Saturday night karaoke's with yes. Mika and Cindy. They are best friends. They are awesome, and I'm there every couple of weeks. Um, back in the pandemic days, I was there every week, but now life has thankfully reopened. But I thought it's the holiday season, and I wanted to give a gift to my ACB family. So here is my version of Oh Holy Night. I wish a blessed and lovely Thanksgiving and holiday season for everyone. Here we go. Oh, Oh, holy night. The stars are brightly shining. It is the night 
of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and their pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. On your knees, oh, hear the angel voices, oh, When Christ was born, oh, night divine, oh, night, oh, holy night. This is my favorite Christmas song, period. Gently and in his name all our presence shall cease. Sweet hymns of joy in grateful chorus raise we let on within us grace's holy name. Christ is the Lord, let ever and praise we know well, know well, oh when Christ was born, Noel, Noel, oh night, oh night divine, Noel.
Happy, happy, happy holidays to everyone. Thank you so much for letting Melissa and us spend this hour with you. I hope Very you have nice absolutely the amazing Thanksgiving and amazing holiday season. And again, thank you so much for letting us spend your t- our time with you today. Melissa, any final words? Um, One second. I'm going to do some duties here. <laughs> and... Mr. Ross, there you go. You have the power, thank sir. You. I appreciate You're it. Okay. welcome. Um, I would just like to say thank you so much, Anthony, for allowing me to host with you. It has been an honor. It has been a blessing. And I just want to say one final word to all of you. If you, are, if you are on this call or you're listening on ACB Media and you happen to be a believer, please take the time to thank our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for every blessing that he has given us throughout this whole year. And for giving us this wonderful ACB community. God bless you all. Happy Thanksgiving. I'll be around kind of off and on. Uh, But thank you, Anthony. And um, it's just been an honor to do this. So thank you. And now I'm going to hand the hosting duties to my good friend, Mr. John Ross. Well, thank you all. It's a pleasure to (laughs) be on here with you. And I it's slightly a few minutes before 2 p.m. at a Herbie with Alan as our facilitator. So, Herbie, take it away. I know Herbie is on, and I just want to echo Melissa's sentiment. Um, please thank the universe. Thank your, your higher power or whatever it may be. And let's thank this beautiful community that is all here for each other. Happy, happy, happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. And if anybody out there is holding on today, listening to all of us because they didn't have anyone to spend the holiday with. Thank you for coming to ACB. We love you. We enfold you. And we're always here. Sunday edition is on every Sunday at 1 p.m. You can always reach me at celebrationac at aol.com. Thank you for letting me spend this hour with you. I am truly, truly honored. Melissa, I'm truly, truly honored that you are my co-host here. And have a great next couple of hours. Herbie, John, enjoy yourselves. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you, Anthony. And good afternoon, everybody. Good evening. I don't know if it's morning for anybody out there, but if it is, then uh, good morning to you all. This is the continuation of the Friendsgiving call. My name is Herbie Allen. I am your fun facilitator for the next hour. And yes, indeed, folks, we are going to have some fun with this. We've definitely had a lot of great topics today. Just a quick recap. We've uh, talked about what are we thankful for, some of our favorite Thanksgiving memories, what, what is our favorite Thanksgiving dinner, what was our favorite holiday movie or is, and this last topic, what is your ideal Thanksgiving Day meal? So we've definitely had a wide range of topics and I'm going to uh, kind of change things up a bit because, uh, you know, I think uh, I'm going to have a little bit of fun here and uh, we're going to see how this goes. And the question I am going to bring up is this. What is one thing you would do, whether it's around the holidays or in general, that uh, other people might think is a little bit strange or uh, not a good idea? 
And I'll tell you how this came up, actually, because um, I was thinking about what I do that would definitely be strange. Well, there's a lot of things, okay. But uh, um, anyway, one of the things I like to do is, you know, I have no problems bringing my dinner, whether it's a Thanksgiving dinner. I actually surprisingly did not today, but... um, I don't mind like bringing, you know, eating my dinner in front of the computer if I've got other stuff that I need to get done at the same time. You know, maybe there's, um, no, I don't think I've ever done that while hosting, but, um, you know, a lot of times I have schoolwork or whatever. And so it's just a whole lot easier, you know, to, you know, be right there in front of the computer, you know, eat a few bites, do what I need to do on the keyboard, go back and, um, what not and so that's kind of like one of the things i do that you know a lot of people would not you know i think i think people would definitely uh, perhaps frown upon that maybe not i don't know um and we are just right at the uh, top of the hour here so i'm gonna switch things over to uh, our host jean ross and he's gonna let you know how you can all participate with raising your hands and meeting and unmeeting okay let me pull that up here. The directions. Okay. In order to raise your hand, if, uh, to raise your hand, if you are on a PC, it is Alt Y. On the Mac, is op, is Option Y. And if you are on the app, it's under the More button. And on, on an old-fashioned phone, it is Star Nine. And that is to raise your hand. In order, in order to mute, you can, yeah. you can also use the same uh, command to unmute. And on the PC, it's Alt-A. On the Mac, it is Command-Shift-A. And on the app, it's the button in the lower left-hand corner. And on the phone, it, it is star six. Thank you, Herbie. All right. So uh, we actually do get to let the uh, hosts participate in these today. So, uh, John Ross, would you like to start us off on this topic? Well, let's see. When I was younger, um, after Christmas or after Thanksgiving dinner, the the men and our family would uh, would, uh, go out and go out to a, a, a gun range and and target shoot and that was our after dinner uh, family fun you might say all right I think target shooting is something you'd want to do beforehand you know not those turkeys out in the woods maybe but eh, yeah okay we have hands uh, all right we have hands okay then um let's see. I will um, take a look. See, okay. You want me to call on them? Um, I can call on them, and I will let you lower them. Okay. And the Chanel. Yes. Good afternoon, everyone. Of course, I had some sneak peek knowledge of what this topic would be. And I actually didn't think of my answer until I heard Travis Butler, I think it was him, and a few others talking about starting their Christmas music listening 
Uh, well, some people as early as July, others, you know, have, st- oh, that's right. David Dunphy talked about starting uh, listening to it a week or so ago. And so that is one thing I do. I can listen to Christmas music all year round. It is my favorite. I mean, I'm never a big, the not a big music listener in general, but there's, I like it. Uh, there's stuff I like, and Christmas music is definitely one of those favorites. So I could, as long as it's carols about Jesus or whatever, I could listen to that all year. The, the sleigh ride, snow stuff, well, that might only be appropriate for Christmas, but oh, the tunes are catchy anyway. So if I happen to have a Christmas song in my head, stuck in my head in July, and I get the strangest song stuck in my head, no rhyme or reason, I will just belt it out. So there you go. All right. Well, Christmas in July is, seems to be becoming a little bit more acceptable these days. But it's guess, not but... just July. It's March or April or oh, whatever. That, 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 that is a... No. Anyway, yeah, oh, yeah, well. Oh, we have to be safe, respectful. We'll go on this no, just kidding. Uh, no, um, no. Okay. Well, yeah. So singing Christmas music out of season. <laughs> All right. Well, that is definitely a very good one. Well, thank you, Chanel. And let's go on next to Chris. All right. Hello. Are you hearing me? Yep. You're coming All loud right. and clear. Okay. Well, um, my family always did strange things at Thanksgiving, but the the really the really strange one that we all did was one of the great foods we had was black olives, you know, the ones with the hole in them when you, the, where they deep hit them and they have the hole in them. Yep. And at least one person in the family, and usually more, would take olives and put them on their fingers, have 10 fingers of olives, <laughs> trying to eat with these. <laughs> with the, with the olives on our fingers, and then ending up eating the olives because they couldn't really uh, eat anything else with them on there. <laughs> you know, oh boy, the, yeah, <laughs> that was pretty interesting. <laughs> right, well, all right. So eating olives off of your fingers, okay. Interesting. <laughs> well, have you guys ever tried that with things like donuts or anything like that? You know, no, those no. Too. Those we those we uh, they were. The um, holes were too small and the donuts were too big. We just got ah. sticky all over our hands and okay. <laughs> did it that way. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, thank, thank you. you there, Chris. That's totally awesome. All right. And I believe, Tori, you are next. Hello. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Well, you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, I guess, but, uh, well, you're yeah, here well, with us. So I'm celebrating it today. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm good because I can't decide between them. I'm going to share two real quick, if that's okay. That's t- totally okay. I think we we don't have uh, too many raised hands at the moment, so go ahead. One of them is that when I eat pizza, I eat it crust first and work my way into the tip. And the other one is when I'm eating something like um, pumpkin pie or apple pie or whatever, I eat it with a teaspoon. Or my fingers rather than a fork. Ooh, all right. Nothing wrong, you know, I, you know, nothing wrong with that. I don't think I've ever tried eating pumpkin pie completely with my fingers, but um, it's kind it's, of messy. Uh, but <laughs> yep. Hey, well, you know, what matters is it gets eaten, and it tastes good. 
people get all upset set about little messes. I, I don't understand it myself, you know. So My I, view I, is you enjoy it and then you clean up after. Exactly. Hey, I, I totally agree with you. So, um, all right, that is totally cool. I don't know about eating the pizza with the crust first, but, you know, that, that, I mean, I guess it works. Um, I did actually, no, I think the back, I did used to do that a long time ago, but. Um, the best parts are in the middle of the pizza. Yeah, that, that is true. That is very true. So there is actually a, a logic to that as well. Well, that is totally cool. And, uh, you know, now I definitely, I should have gotten some pumpkin pie because now I feel motivated to actually eat some with my fingers, no less. So just cut off a nice little chunk and, oh, no, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> guys, you'll forget I ever mentioned this when it comes to the cooking corner. No. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Tori. I'm glad that uh, you're enjoying the call today. And next, we did not have a name for you, iPad 2. Yeah. Can you tell us who you are? Oh, I'm Randy. Okay. I will you. All right. Welcome. And what is your uh, one yes, social football or whatever around Thanksgiving or... Whatever. I guess I didn't realize I had my hand raised. Um, I'm kind of like the last caller. I like to eat uh, pumpkin pie using my hand, just because you can hang on to the hang on to the end of it where the crust is, and it works pretty well. Now, um, pecan pie would be hard to eat with your hands. But I guess I'm not prepared. I didn't realize I had my hand raised. Uh, that's okay. You're in the hot seat now, so uh, make mo- you can make the most of it. Um, so that's it. Okay, that's it. Well, all right. So uh, two uh, finger-eater pumpkin pie eaters. I love it. And let's see, you know, another thing that I uh, will sometimes do is, you know, I also have no problems, of course, bringing my phone to the dinner table. And um, I do that more than I'll bring the food to the computer. But um, sometimes it's just a whole lot easier to eat in front of the computer. Now, I don't actually eat in front of the laptop. Um Okay, I am not seeing any raised hands at the moment. We have a hand. What? We have a hand. Uh, We have a hand? All right. Um, Go ahead and and call on them. Chanel Allen. All right. Yeah, well, people, thank you. People talk about eating with their fingers, so you're probably going to know where this is going, Herbie. Yes. Yes. uh, I just didn't say anything earlier, so... (laughs) Well, sometimes, you know, so if it's Starbucks or any of those places where you get a bagel with cream cheese, and I try not to actually do this in the restaurant, but, you know, I just love to eat. If there's cream cheese left over, I'll get a second cream cheese, and I just love the plain cream cheese, and I'll just dip my finger in there and eat it. Yum, yum. I know it sounds totally weird, but there you go. Yeah, uh, that's because I don't know how you or anybody can like that stuff to begin with. That's why. Yeah, all right. The concept isn't weird. It's just that you guys like that stuff. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. From another planet or something. Anyway, I, I'm, I, I, I'm the one. I'm probably the one that's actually from another planet since I don't like the stuff myself. But 
Well, I don't like pie, so we could all go on, you know, or or fruit or whatever. So, but that's not what this is about. This is about all of us being together and. (laughs) Well, if we don't get hands, you've given me an idea for a new topic, actually. So, all right. um, So, okay. Well, that is perfect then. Okay. Do we have any more hands? I currently don't see any, but. um... There are no hands. All right, guys. So. I guess uh, most of you don't want to uh, talk about uh, any bad ha- or maybe just your guys are all behaved actually that could be too that's that your role models to society and uh you should feel proud of yourselves if uh... so okay I thought of a brand new topic and what is one holiday food that well, I'll give you two options. What is either, you know, like your favorite and your least favorite holiday food? Ah, okay, Herbie, uh, this is the host. Can I chime Yep, in? yep. You okay, may. I, um, my favorite holiday food is, I, and I just had it, um, my, my mother's homemade uh, dressing. It's, it's good. She's Made it every year as long as I can remember, and and it's her own style, and I and I don't know anyone else who who makes it the way she does. And I would have to say my least favorite food would be oh, the steamed cabbage. So yeah, Oof. yeah, I can see why. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to anybody that likes steamed cabbage, uh, but I do uh, kind of agree with my host there. You know, one of my least favorites would actually be um, the uh, food food that was mentioned earlier would be, be those black olives. I must admit, if I was sitting at the dinner table, the idea of putting them on my finger just to see the what that was like, that'd be interesting. But there that's where i draw the line i don't know about eating them i occasionally i will force myself to if i'm hungry and that you know they kind of sound okay but i'm not a big olive person my favorite food though would definitely have to be the turkey and if it's done right especially then it's really good if it's well seasoned or this year we got smoked turkey legs last year i actually found a whole smoked turkey and so that's what we did for Christmas was the uh, whole smoked turkey. And um, this year was just the drumsticks, but that's fine because I prefer, we, we both prefer the dark meat anyway. So, um, so with that, um, like I said, the topic now, and if you have come in late and you want to answer the first question as well, what is one uh, habit that or something that you do that other people might think of as strange or uh, whatever that you know i have no problems with anybody still wanting to answer that question too so with that i think we do have some raised hands we have two hands and hannah which is the 585 uh, number there john Uh-oh, okay i want you're up first. Yes. Happy Hannah. Okay, I, could, I could tell you that I'm perfectly behaved, but that is not true at all. <laughs> the answer to your first question, okay, I'll admit, when I have something like a sausage link, you know, like a large sausage link, like, a, you know, Italian sausage or small yep. sausage, 
I want to pick it up and just, you know, hold it and eat it. That's yep. my bad habit. Okay. Well, I, you know, I you learn something new every day in these calls. I didn't know that was, I thought that was the only way to eat those things. Either just pick it up and eat it or put it on a sandwich and eat it that way. I didn't know you were supposed to eat those things properly with a knife and fork. So there you go. Okay, the answer to your second question is, yep. personally, I think I like any, everything that our family normally serves for Thanksgiving. Whether it was my grandparents and my parents, you know, the turkey, the stuffing, the mashed potatoes, of course, the pumpkin pie, and the sweet potatoes, and all that. The one thing I could have taken or left was one time we went to my grandmother's sister's house, my dad's aunt's house, when we first originally from California, we moved back to Ohio, where my dad's family's originally from. Our first Thanksgiving there, we went to his aunt's house, and she served, you know, the usuals. And she also had squash, which we normally didn't have. I don't know what kind of squash it was, but it was okay, but I could And bless you to whoever... Sorry, Hannah, somebody's sneezing in the background there, so bless you. Uh, Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. I wouldn't say it was the least favorite food, but I could have taken it or left it. And personally, I like black olives, so I could take or leave green olives. All right. Okay, so that, yep, definitely. All right. Well, thank you there, Hannah. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, let's move on to Across the Pond and, well, into uh, Wales and Tori. I have to agree with you on those olives. I really don't understand how people can eat those. Yeah, I know. And then people have the think like it's a good idea to put them on like pizza and stuff too. It's I like, know, completely ruins pizza. It does. If I had a pizza like that, I'd definitely eat that crust first. <laughs> anyway. So those are definitely um, on the least favorite list for me. Um, but my favorite has to be um, the sweet mince pies. All right, now don't know if you guys have those. I was going to say I don't think we don't really have those over here. So why don't you describe to everybody what those are? Um, basically, it's um, small um, pies, like uh, about the size of your hand at the biggest, um, with mixed fruit um, in it, and then you have it with um, either on its own or with cream. And those are those are actually supposed to be eaten with your hands, so I don't get in trouble for eating those with my hands. There's some right. raisins, raisins and sultanas and um, orange peel and lemon peel and stuff like that in them. Okay, sounds good. We have less fancy versions of those over here. I know Costco sells something like that. I think they're like minced meat pies. I think I've seen them from there. Um, but uh, yeah, the UK. Well, you know, at some point, you know, because the guy in the UK, you know, the you guys have some different holiday food than what we do. You know, I don't. Have they introduced pumpkin pie over there? Um, no, they haven't. But um, I'm married to a Canadian, so. Okay. Well, that's so, close. <laughs> that, that that is definitely close. Um, they would at least they, they probably would know, but yeah. So okay. Um, yeah, so uh, so I have to make my own if I want pumpkin pie. Yeah, definitely. Happy Thanksgiving, Americans. Yep. Okay, so since you are unmuted, 
Um, Alexa, I, uh, how about we call on you next? You uh, want to weigh in on our topics of discussion here. What is the topic? Okay, so we've got two different topics on hand, and you can p- answer one or both. The first one is, what is one thing that you do either during the holidays or in general that other people would consider strange? And we've had a range of answers from like what I do, which is I have no problems bringing my food in front of the computer if I need to multitask, to people eating pumpkin pie with their fingers, or um, we've had target shooting right after Thanksgiving. And then our second topic is what is your you know, favorite or least favorite? What is your favorite and your most favorite and your least favorite holiday foods? My favorite and least favorite. Um, you know, I'm really not my, I would say my least favorite. I'm not a big fan of um, turkey. Um, my favorite, um, I do like dressing, but then not all dressings are, you know, made the same. So generally speaking, I like dressing. Um, and um, every all the other um, side dishes I I like. I don't like pecan pie, so that would be one another least favorite. And happy Thanksgiving to everyone. All right. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. Okay. I'm currently not seeing any raised hands, so now would be an ideal time if you'd like to participate in either of our... Oh, Chanel does. Go ahead, Chanel. Yes, I can say my favorite food around this time is green bean casserole. So um, there you go. No surprise. Um, I just like green bean casserole. Um, I heard some interesting variations on it, though, today with, like, cheese on top and, um, oh, my goodness, what else did somebody say? It sounded kind of good. But anyway, probably my least favorite. I've never been a big fan of turkey, but I'll eat it, you know, especially when you get the dark meat. It's okay. Um, I'm not a big fan of, like, the cranberry sauce or pies or whatever, but, um, yep, there you go. All right. Excellent, excellent. So, yeah, we, you, yep. What if we, uh, here's a thought for a, for a topic. Um, yep. What is the food that you have had or that your family has that other people probably they not have, you know, like cultural kind of food? Excellent. All right. I love it since uh, nobody, we don't have any more comments on this topic anyway. So definitely what is one fooder um, that you might have that other people do not? Um, all right. So go. I'll let you call on the hands this time. Yeah. Oriega, talk to us. Deanna. Okay. <laughs> the mute button doesn't want to cooperate. Or unmute button. There. Did I, did I make it this time? You made it. You're loud and clear. Okay. Hey. Um, just 
the week before Christmas, my mother would collect all of us kids and line us up uh, <laughs> assembly line fashion. And she would make um, homemade tamales. And it was an all-day production. You know, um, I think generally I was a masa spreader, which is the, the um, corn outer layer of a tamale. And you had these um, cleaned and, and, you know, washed um, corn leaves, corn um, like the ones you husks that you would peel off of your fruit, green corn. It, um, have them spread out in front of you and you had to spread this thick corn paste on them like spreading peanut butter. And when you got it sufficiently covered, um, then you passed it to the next person who put you know, the filling in. And then the next person down the line had to, to fold it, and make sure the corn meal mixture got all around the filling. And then the next one had to wrap it all up and pass it to the person who was going to put it in the in the basket to go into the steamer. So it was, it was a major production for us kids. But um, they were something my mother gave away to friends and neighbors. And it was one of our, our Christmas Eve to traditions to eat tamales on Christmas Eve. And she'd also make um, bonuelas, which is a fried um, cinnamon bread type um, dessert and hot chocolate with cinnamon in it. Um, and we got to open one gift from the supply that was under the trees that belonged to the family gifts. And it was always fun to try to make your package look really intriguing so somebody would choose it to uh, open as their Christmas present. <laughs> and uh, that was kind of growing up in a family of five kids. All right. That definitely sounds like a lot of fun and a lot of work at the same time, too. So, But family together work. Yeah, yeah definitely. Have you, have you ever made those tamales by yourself or anything like that? No, I lack the, <laughs> the fortitude to get through because if the, you know, they take time and attention to make and you don't want to make just, you know, enough for yourself like a dozen to you know to do all the work cuz cuz the masa has to be cooked right and and the filling has to be cooked and prepared and we were just the assembly line that put them together and got them into the steamer but my mother was cooking for you know hours beforehand to get all of the spices and the you know the combination of meats she preferred to use and all of that stuff done so we had the stuff <laughs> to do our right part. Oh, that, that, that can make for a very interesting cooking corner show. How do you make homemade tamales? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can also tell you about fry bread and uh, how to, to uh, roll <laughs> or how to make uh, flour tortillas and corn tortillas because my father was Apache. So um, on his side of the family, we grew up with the Tex-Mex stuff. On the um, Ojibwa side of the family, we grew up with the buffalo roast for Christmas and the um, wild rice and a kind of pudding made with, with wild rice and berries and things like that. Depending on which side of the continent we were on, you know, that the family tradition shifted. 
Interesting. I, you know, I actually have had buffalo roast before a couple times. It's actually very good. So it is. It's very lean, but um, it, you know, if cooked slowly and carefully, it doesn't get tough or anything. Yep. Um, yeah, I've also had the buffalo burgers as well, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're also quite good. I think the only time that we really had to, to, to try hard to look like we were enjoying a Christmas dinner was when my sister-in-law uh, <laughs> cooked a tofurkey because she's a vegetarian. <laughs> yep. But, you know, if I were having her, um, I would... And I could cook anything I wanted. I would love to introduce her to some of the dishes that we used to make when we were in the Peace Corps in Samoa, like um, palusami, which is a uh, special dish made with um, green uh, young taro leaves, and you wrap it around a filling of coconut milk and um, and um, sometimes fish or chicken or pork, um, but. I would do the, um, you know, the, the plain vegetable variety for them because um, they're kind of like a like a cabbage roll. Mm-hmm. And so you could put whatever you wanted in the coconut cream filling. So I would pick, you know, some some interesting vegetables, perhaps, and a little bit of garlic and things like that and, and make a a variant of the palusami dish for vegetarians just because i think it's it's fun and challenging to figure things like that out and i do have a few friends that are gluten free and i have made um <laughs> i went through the section of uh, bob flowers and made a banana bread with um um flour made out of garbanzo beans one year for a friend who was coming to dinner because I didn't want her to be left out at dessert time. And, uh, you know, so I guess I like a challenge of trying to be sure that everybody has a really great meal. Yep, definitely. All right. Well, um, I'm looking forward to when you start your own cooking show on the ACB because I think you'd have a lot of wonderful stories to tell us. And, Probably um, some you wouldn't want to hear. <laughs> oh, you don't like, you don't know till you try, you know. I, <laughs> well, that's my husband's attitude. When we were served um, what's called the, the caviar of the Pacific, it looks looks like a plate of blue-green spaghetti, and it's still moving because it's, it's uh, sieved out of the ocean during the breeding season of a particular kind of coral worm. So it's the reproductive section of that worm. And they eat it raw. And um, he ate it. I didn't. <laughs> All right. I, I agree with you there. Um. <laughs> well, he also got dysentery one time. And I never got that, although I got a lot of I other fun things. I wonder why. Well, they just, yeah. you know, I kind of wanted my food really cooked. And yeah. Ready and, uh, you know handled as cleanly as possible but there if you're going to a person's home you have to be polite yes and so i would you know move the food around and then leave it on my plate because i knew the women and children hadn't eaten yet and nothing is ever thrown away so somebody would eat it and um so it was it was uh how to be courteous and also 
show the respect in the fact that you don't eat everything Definitely. on your plate because then it looks like they haven't given you enough. So different customer ways dealing with stuff. And, Definitely. Uh, you know, so that's kind of, if you got some more hands, I can hang up now. <laughs> well, see, well, we actually only have one other hand. That's why I've actually been letting you uh, go on. Ramble, because so, yep. I can talk about things forever. <laughs> um, so basically, guys, we've had three different topics, and I've gotten the, the idea for a fourth one after this. Um, the first one is, are there any habits or social faux pas that you do that would be considered unusual by other people? Um, whether it's around the holidays or in general. And I thought we'd have a lively discussion on well, that. Yep. Um, in Samoa, oftentimes they didn't have silverware unless it was a very Europeanized home. So your food was served to you on a leaf, a big, you know, leaf, mm, and mm-hmm. you ate with your fingers. And we Peace Corps volunteers from the United States um, adapted quite quickly to that. And so when we went to New Zealand, I was shocked because um, they served it and they cup and ate it with a fork. And <laughs> I thought, huh. And um, my host said something rather snarky to me about, well, you Americans are the only nation that's gone from uh, barbarism to decadence with no stage of civilization in between. And he was saying the decadence part about everybody owning their own washers and dryers. <laughs> yeah, that is something that, um, well, I, you know, I guess, I mean, well, it makes you wonder what we take for granted in this country then. Oh, yeah. When I first came home, one of the things that I have still always been delighted with except when they call you or put it out on the radio, please boil for <laughs> so many days, is the fact you can turn on the tap and nothing lives come <laughs> comes out of it and it's not muddy or, um, you know, you have actually, you can take a glass and drink from it. You don't have to keep your phone in the cupboard because the one time I didn't, I took a glass and poured some water I had previously boiled and then put in the refrigerator after it settled and and I poured off just the clear part at the top. Um, I poured it into the glass and handed it to Curtis and he said, "Uh, there's a centipede swimming in my drink. So, you know, you just don't, yeah, you don't really appreciate Well, you know, I think this is very important. We are going to have to move on because I do have one other hand. But guys, you know, this is Thanksgiving. And if you ever wanted to have a reason to be thankful, the fact that we live in this country and don't have to worry about such things. There's many things that I think from most walks of society that we take for granted, like, you know, drinkable water, for instance. I mean, refrigeration, refrigeration. Um, Yep. Actually, beds to sleep on. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, so there's, just think about that, guys. You know, and this is why we celebrate Thanksgiving in this country. And I think that, you know, I know times have been tough for a lot of uh, for many people. But, you know, there's a lot we have that other people would gladly uh, have in our stead if they could. So... All right. Thank you, Deanna. Um, Happy Thanksgiving, Herbie and yep. John. Take yep, care. You too. All right. And uh, before I go on preaching to everybody, let's go to Tori instead. 
Um, so I told you about um, the sweet mince pies, but now I want to tell you about Welsh cakes. All right. Welsh cakes are essentially um, sweet versions of what you call biscuits over there, but fried instead of baked, and they've got fruit in them. Okay. And we have those for St. David's Day, um, and it was nice and warm with some butter on them. That, that sounds good. All right, so we've gone from side, fried cinnamon bread to uh, fried uh, fruit bread, basically. All right, this is uh, fun. Now I had Welsh cake. I mean, uh, yeah, that definitely does sound good. All right, thank you, Tori. And we actually do have some more participants. Diane. If you're on your phone. Here we go. Oh, there Dwight. you are. Are you guys hearing me? I better get away from the football game. Oh, uh, <laughs> you don't need to get away from the football game. That's very important. So, uh, I'm trying to multitask. Nothing and wrong I'm with not that. I'm not very good at it. Um, hey, well, that could be considered. So anyway, what was the yep. questions? I, I know you were talking about social faux pas, I believe. Yep. And I know I studied in Spain for a semester, and the people over there would peel like oranges or apples with a knife and eat it, you know, with a knife and fork and ideally when you peeled it it was supposed to come off in one nice spiral piece and I said I said to everybody I said there's no way I'm doing that I'm used to eating these things with my hands that's what I did are you there Okay, Herbie, you are muted. Okay, and then the other question was, what is your favorite and what is your least favorite holiday food? Oh, well, let me think. My favorite holiday food is probably roast beef. We we always get some kind of like roast beef and have it, you know, at Christmas time. And um, my worst, my least favorite is, um, oh dear, I, I don't know if I have one. Oh, that's, that's good. pretty crazy, isn't it? I, don't, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Thanks for oh, well, that's calling on me, you guys. That. Well, nothing wrong with that. And roast beef definitely sounds good. Um, talked about maybe trying a prime rib for Christmas. Um, that'll be interesting because I've never cooked one before, so it'll be interesting if I do it. But uh, anyway, all right. Well, thank you, Diane and Lynn. Yes, Herbie. Yes, indeed. Well, I don't know what your questions are. And I don't so our I have, questions are... And I, let I, me ref- I, heard, I heard them, but... I think one was uh, an, uh, an unusual thing happening Thanksgiving, and my Thanksgivings were pretty darn ordinary. My dad used to cook. Um, I mean, he's going to be 96, so he doesn't cook anymore. But um, he used to cook garlic mashed potatoes, and they were the best darn mashed potatoes ever. That's all I have to say. <laughs> all right. That does, I love garlic mashed potatoes. <laughs> they were great. Um, and if we're talking about the, you know, some people... Uh, live to eat, and I eat to live because personally, food is kind of problematic for me a lot of times. 
but um, but my least favorite thing I think is um, uh, well I can't eat pies anymore but I used to but um, my husband used to love he's been dead for five and a half years my husband used to love rhubarb pies and you know what I don't think rhubarb is my th- I, I've never I haven't really had it but this is, sounds terrible I don't think I'd like it so <laughs> I would say that's one thing I would probably like if it was a holiday food all right and I think my favorite thing good question I usually I like chicken pretty well uh, if, if I, I mean, I'm eating more meat these days than I usually do, and my son was like, "Mom, what are you doing with this?" You know, because he's a vegan. But, um, but you, mostly I like to eat chicken and fish, especially fish. I really like fish, and especially living in Alaska for 25 years or so, I kind of, you know, got to like a lot of different kinds of fish. So that's what I have to say. And you know, Herbie, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving, and I'm spending it alone. So that's the way it is. Oh, well, I'm sorry you're having to spend it alone. Thank you. <laughs> and our third question that we um, are also introduced for those of you that have come in late is what is one cultural food that um, or food that's different that uh, you eat that most other people don't? Um, you know, we've had the example really with the tamales from Diana, but I know we definitely have people with Southern backgrounds on here. Or... Well, I have to say uh, my uh, my son's dad's, parents they're both dead but now and stuff and, you know we not to, we haven't been together since 1977 but nevertheless his mother used to make coconut candy with real coconut milk that was the best candy ever it would taste delicious so if i remember really very early in my life my 20s coconut candy that was the best best mm. also also um i got to really have plantains, fried plantains, which I really never had before, you know, because that was their culture. And I really enjoyed fried fried plantains. So I'd say that there are some things that I've had that I wouldn't have had if I had um, been with, with him. So, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that, Lynn. And, um, yeah, we definitely have had some interesting food discussions. You know, one that... Uh, we were talking about uh, during the last hour was a peanut butter cake that uh, Melissa's grandma made. So uh, that definitely sounded interesting. Uh, that uh, peanut butter is one of the things I absolutely cannot eat. I hate it. So never mind. All right. No peanut butter for you, Lynn. Okay. Good to know. Well, thank you very much, Lynn. And so. As we continue on here, folks, we've got about. 20 or so minutes and this next topic idea comes to us from chanel allen who is in houston texas and actually in the next room oh well that's convenient isn't it and she submitted this question via the uh, text and uh, her topic idea is this what holiday tra- ah, what holiday tradition are you most looking forward to? And if you'd like to raise your hand to answer the question, you can do so. Star 9 on the phone, Alt-Y on the PC, Option-Y on the Mac, and under more on your smart device. And we do have a raised hand, and that would be... 317. 317, yep. Hello, this is Pat from Indianapolis. 
what? Um, Hello. We did. We hi. Appreciate this uh, opportunity. Hello, everybody. This was interrupted during COVID, but we used to get together a whole bunch of people who had no families. So we'd go out to some sort of restaurant and uh, hit the buffet and sample all the desserts. Then on the 24th, uh, my family's history you know, I tried to carry it forward was to you know have an open house for anybody to show up. Fun. Hello. All right. That Thanks, definitely sounds. What? Happy Thanksgiving. Yep. Happy Thanksgiving to you too. Okay. Next. The originator of the question herself. We now just go over a few uh, inches, I guess. I don't know. Chanel. Yes. Well, I was actually just trying to think. Um, we've talked in here earlier about watching Christmas movie uh, movies. So I think one thing I'm looking forward to is uh, Herbie and I sitting down together and watching a bunch of movies, uh, just spending time together as I think um, as he winds down with school and all that. Of course, I look forward to uh, listening to Christmas music and seeing what um, Petatonics, if they have any latest, um, but that gets into potentially another topic, so we don't want to go there. But I'm just, just looking forward to the holiday cheer and um, you and I have our own or Herbie and I, rather, try to keep this on the radio, just forming our own traditions each year. So there you go. Yes, indeed. And if you do want to hear the latest from Pentatonics, they do have a new Christmas album out they just released about a month ago. You can find it on your favorite music service, Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube Music, Tidal, whatever. And if you also uh, don't subscribe to any of those music services... And you can listen to my show this Sunday, which we'll be doing where I feature an acapella Christmas. That's on my station, and you'll have to contact me for that because I'm not going to advertise it since we're being streamed on another station. Um, anyway, but um, I do uh, an acapella Christmas, and I'll be featuring the latest from Pentatonics, among other things. Okay, Tori. I'm looking forward to um, watching Christmas movies while cuddled up with a blanket and some cocoa and listening to Christmas music and baking Christmas cookies. All right, baking Christmas cookies. What kind of Christmas cookies? Um, I change up what I do most years, but um, one that I really like doing is um, um, cinnamon cookies because um, those tend to be pretty popular. All right. Um, and one year I did white chocolate and cranberry. Mm. That sounds good. Well, do, do they allow international shipping for those cookies? I don't know. <laughs> no, afraid not. Oh, that's a problem. Okay. Oh, uh, well, I tried. Um, but, uh, and anyway, oh. they'd probably be stale by the time they got to you with how long it takes for stuff to get shipped these days. <sighs> that is true because it's not like things take a week or two now. It's like months. Mm. Yeah. That could be a problem. You're going to have well, to make your own, Herbie. I guess so. Well, um, hey, well, I'll tell you what. If you ever uh, have any recipes you want to give me, uh, you know, ask uh, Cindy for my address, and uh, you never know. I might uh, make one of your Christmas cookies on one of my cooking corners in December. So 
I'll see what I can dig up for you. All right, sounds good. And uh, yeah, Tori's Christmas cookies, guys. So uh, you never know. Um, <laughs> the decision will have to be: Do I, you know, do them live for the first time, or do I practice? No, that's the other. Qu- Actually, I probably would practice, but we'll see. But all right, well, thank you, Tori. And with that, we go to Chris. Hello? Oh, okay. Let's try that. Uh, Chris Coulter. Okay, then we will come back to Chris. Uh, Remember, Alt-A to unmute, mute and unmute, uh, Command-Shift-A if you're on the Mac. Let's go to Happy Hannah. Looking forward to listening to lots of Christmas music and also to making Christmas cards and drawing some pictures in Braille, some Christmas pictures and friends. So pictures in Braille. Now, this is a concept I've heard about. I've seen it done a couple different ways. So do you actually use the Brailler or do you use those uh, tracer wheels? Brailler. All right. Or slate and stylus, depending. If it's a small picture, I'll use the slate and stylus. I'm just going to do it on like an index card. But if I'm going to do a full eight and a half by eleven or bigger, I'll do it. I'll use the brailler. All right, brailler pictures. There is a unique concept there. Um, yeah, HTV crafters have done them. Yep. I won't. I can't talk about my experience with braille pictures on this call because I. Yeah, um, but uh, that is definitely totally cool, and uh, that's cool that you do that uh, there, Hannah. So awesome! All right, Deanna. I like giving gifts. Yep, you're a little distant there. And set back where I can reach it. There, there you go. There I said, I like giving presents. Um, I am a secret elf at heart. And um, when my girls were really little, we made a lot of the presents for their special friends. And every Christmas, I would say, okay, pick someone that you think nobody is remembering at Christmas. And let's play Secret Santa. So we would... They would each pick a person, and um, I remember one particular year when I, I think my girls were about five and seven, maybe, and uh, so one picked um, an elderly man that uh, must have had Parkinson's or some other condition that caused him to (coughs) nod and shake a great deal, and one picked a little old lady that lived alone across the street. And we made Christmas gifts for them, and we put them on their porches and rang their doorbells and ran away. And it was so much fun because, you know, nobody should be forgotten at Christmas. 
And um, I think that, um, to me, is the meaning of Santa Claus. I had a hard time giving him up as a child, so I decided that, well, Santa Claus is the idea of giving something without expecting something in return. And so anybody can be Santa if they reach out to somebody just to say, hey, I do see you, and I wish you comfort and warmth and safety this time of year in Christ's name. So that's the kind of things I love to do at this time of year. And I guess um, I'll share that I finished the thing I set for myself today to start my Christmas efforts. I finished baking the peanut blossom cookies for my uh, younger of my two granddaughters that I helped my daughter raise. Um, and they're pretty easy. You just throw all the ingredients in a mixing bowl, turn on the mixer. I've got a nice stand mixer. And um, when the dough forms up nicely, you roll up the little balls about a teaspoon size ball in sugar and you bake them for 10 minutes. And then when you take them out of the oven quickly, you press a chocolate kiss in the center of each cookie and let it cool so that the kiss rehardens and the cookie sort of fractures around the um, kiss and makes a kind of a, a flower as it spreads when you squish the, uh, uh, the chocolate kiss down in the center. So it's pretty simple to make and um, they're decorative and they're, they happen to be Amberly's favorite Christmas cookie. I can see why. And your topic about Santa Claus made me think of another topic I had in mind earlier, but I don't think that would be a good idea. Um, <laughs> hopefully we didn't make anybody cry. And uh, for those of you that still believe in Santa Claus, yeah, um, you know, I don't know. Well, I, I guess. that's why the, the Miracle on 34th Street is my favorite Christmas, Christmas music is movie, because I just love Santa Claus in not because you know it takes anything away from celebrating the, the birth of Christ but it celebrates children right. and um, children are so precious and childhood is so darn short and Ain't I think the they should have comfort and safety and food and shelter and lots of love so they can grow up to be the kind of people that know how to build a community and live within it and love each other. Definitely. And then one quick question I have for you today. So how, you know, in, in an age where people can have like security cameras and whatnot, how do you be a secret elf then? Um, you can just casually walk by and stick things in their mailbox. I did that for the young police officer that lived down my street. You know, wow, sneaking up on a police officer. That's almost embarrassing yes. there. And just left him a loaf of bread and, and with a little note saying, this is from a neighbor. Honestly, there's nothing bad in it. I just wanted you to know I appreciate having you live in my neighborhood. Well, well that's nice. Definitely. All right. Well, thank you, Deanna. That is totally awesome that you are a secret elf. And um, there you go. Okay. We've got one raised hand left, and Charles, you will take us out this hour. Hey, hubby. Can you hear me? Yep, okay. you're coming in loud and clear. 
Hi, I'm so glad I could uh, stop by and say hi. Just feeling really thankful today. Uh, I'm really thankful for the volunteers from God's Love We Deliver here in New York City who delivered a Thanksgiving meal for me as I live on my own. Uh, so I really appreciate that. And it makes me feel so happy, uh, you know, just the, the spirit uh, in New York City, especially of um, people really going out their way um, to help each other, having good hearts. And um, I also think that's the American spirit too, is to really be there for one another and, uh, you know, to try to uh, help and, and support people. I think it's really important, especially this time of the year when, um, you know, it's a tough time for some people like me who don't have family here. So, um, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas can be quite uh, lonesome. So I'm really uh, grateful for ACB and everything. And I'm so glad I found you guys and all these wonderful Zoom events. So um, I'm really We're grateful. so glad you found us too. All right, thanks. Um, it's great to have you on board with us. Yeah. So, and you know, I'm glad that we can help everybody that is feeling uh, lonely and does not have anybody. You know, that's what makes this community great. Is uh, you know, we can really do the outreach to people. Okay, before we turn things over to Leslie Jean Ross, did you have anything uh, to say on this topic or any final words you'd like to uh, say? I do not, but if you could tell me as a, well, as Lee, the host is, re, is replacing me. I have on my list is Patty Fletcher. Patty Fletcher, okay. I will find uh, it. Hi, hi, guys. It's yep, she is on the, yep, you you're here. Yep, you're there, Leslie. Okay. So. Um, yep. Patty, Patty I, I will hand the host over to you. Happy to do it. And, uh, okay, hold on. Let me find you. Not a problem. Thank you, uh, John Ross, for uh, your wonderful work today. You did sure. awesome. Thank you, everyone who participated. <laughs> it's a tryptophan and the caffeine. Yeah, are, that's it. It's a tryptophan. It's a combination of tryptophan and caffeine, guys. Happy so Thanksgiving to you guys. It's the yep, you going. too. <laughs> and with that, Leslie, it is all yours. Thank you, Herbie, and, and great job, you guys. Wonderful. 